Gee, Steve, what are we going to do tonight? Same thing we do every podcast. Tell them how we season. Here we go. Hi, it's How We Seize It, episode 109. This time we're going to do a 2020 year in review. Uh, 2021. Oh, it is 21. God damn. <laughs> yes. Should we pause and you like reselect your, uh, your, your. Yeah, yo, I got I to gotta go change everything I just did because this was everything I watched two years ago. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, no, I <laughs> I was still thinking because of 2000, when I wrote all this down, it was still 2021. Right. So I was thinking the year before 2020. But yes, it's our year in review for 2021. God dang, it's 2022. Imagine that. And Anyways. this is a little different in that we're talking about things that we didn't podcast about. So Correct. this is stuff that. For some reason or other, I don't think it's because of the because of how good it was that it didn't make the cut. But maybe it's just it doesn't it doesn't it's not as easy to talk about some of this stuff. But they're still really worth <laughs> recommending. Well, in some of these I wanted to podcast on and we just haven't yet, or some yeah. of them, uh, I'm what I'm calling kind of my guilty pleasures, are just things that I watched. Uh, maybe it's just it's just to have something on in the TV too, or or, or something I find amusing that. Maybe I don't think the rest of the normal public may find it well, <laughs> as it, as amusing either. It's funny. I did actually go online and look at people's top 10 lists that, you know, you oh. see different people that put them out. And I swear it was like, I haven't seen eight out of 10 of those things, or I haven't seen seven out of 10 of those, or I, I don't recognize a thing in that list. So keep in mind, listeners, that, uh, you know, we're of a certain breed. We watch things that are presented <laughs> to us. We don't necessarily see all the all the uh the nitty-gritty artsy well, i i mean i think you see more of that i do i do see more of that i i'm i'm drawn to that and my you know my my background in film is yeah. kind of opened some doors there and i i appreciate some of that stuff but um or more i i mean i yeah i i, I appreciate it from the standpoint of oh but that reminds me of when I studied this, but not necessarily yeah. that it's great entertainment value. It's funny. I did this. I did the same thing. I pulled up uh, just, I did a top hundred list and it was off of Rotten Tomatoes and it was off of, it actually was like top 200 or all of 2021 uh -huh. um, by, by rating. And some of the stuff that was up at the top, I'm like, what in the fuck is this? Like, I'm like, how did this beat out things like Spider-Man, Spider-Man, uh, uh, No Way Home was like 40 something. I mean, because it had like a 96. I'm like, how are some of these things higher rated than this? And I and I I was amazed. It's <laughs> I was like, okay. So basically, it, some of those could be at the top because they only have two ratings and they're both great, and nobody else rated it. And all of a sudden, it's got you know a 99. percent And they're like, oh, this is the best. So, anyways, <laughs> top tens, top 100s, they are what they are. They really only matter if you put in the effort to to do the research yourself. Essentially, is the way I, f I figured it out. So, yeah. even even for our listeners listening to what we're going to be talking about and what we really like, you know, you got to take it with a grain of salt. Like, yeah, maybe that maybe that's your jam. Maybe it's not. But you know what? I'm not going to yuck your yum. Otherwise, yuck no matter what. So, <laughs> I love I I love being able to just throw that in whenever I can. You know, don't <laughs> yuck my yum. Um, no, if you like something, that's great. If we do, you know, and you don't, that's great too. I, I, I would love to discuss things like that too. So I'm all about that. Mm -hmm. So 
If you want to discuss these with us, you can always email us at the.hwsi.podcast at gmail.com or awesome. jump on our uh, our Facebook group and uh, and then uh, be, become part of that and start posting. It'd be fun to have somebody post on that just every once in a while. It's pretty dead. I'm sorry. Pro- I don't, uh, it's probably my own fault, I don't too. help. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and part of it is... I screwed up when I made it because I made it private. Because when we first when we first did it, it was back when we first were were uh, putting these out before we got on a real platform and we were doing them through a Google Drive. Uh-huh. And so I was kind of keeping it on the low low key. And you can't change it from private to public once you've created it. Oh, and so I think you've said that before, and that that, that yeah does, that sounds. Uh... That sounds it, strange. It makes me want to just like you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna cancel this, make a new one, and send out invites to everybody that was in the you know and see if, if it helps any. Yeah. Who knows? Um, but yes. So like we do always on this podcast, we like to make a cocktail for uh, whatever it is reviewing, which was kind of interesting because I couldn't find any cocktails called 2021. <laughs> um, so I looked, I, I didn't see one. Uh, so then I was I was. I was perplexed as what to do, so I I, I want to hear what Steve did, and then I'll <laughs> give you guys what I did just be just to see how 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 we came about this the same you know same or different ways. I um I thought okay we're doing retrospective, so I'm gonna I'm gonna not just do one cocktail. I'm gonna do a flight. Yeah. Um, I wanted to do oh a, look at a you flight. So I'm calling this my 2021 retrospective flight, um, and. One of my favorite cocktails this last year was um, that I don't know if I featured. It's it's one I've had before, but uh, but I got excited when I finally got all the right ingredients the first time, <laughs> um, and that was the Sazerac. That and it required yes. some absinthe and and um, there's a couple ways you can make a Sazerac. You can make it with with um, rye whiskey, or you can make it with a, a cognac or brandy. And um, so I was excited that I had all the ingredients this time, but, but I took it since we were doing like a retrospective, I actually kind of thought, thought it through. And I, I came up with, with five drinks that basically come together in the end as, as this Sazerac, the recipe I found, uh, was actually for, uh, one part, uh, rye whiskey and one part cognac. So, so rather than one or the other, it oh, okay. mixed them together and, uh, whiskey comes from a beer bit comes from a beer base you know you start with a beer mm-hmm. and then you and then you uh um collect the you know it you turn it into a spirit uh, by boiling it up boiling off the i don't know i've never i've never done the that process <laughs> uh, i think it's i think it's considered illegal um, uh to do we'll it have to look into it just in yeah. case um and uh brandy um comes from a wine base that's that's typically a wine base or i think it is a wine base um Cognac is is from a particular uh, region, so I had a cognac and a uh, a rye whiskey. Um, I also had some beer and some wine. So what I did in my flight is I started. I I've got I've got in one corner a beer that I brewed. Uh, it's a Belgian ale, um, and in another co- corner I've got a a red wine. It's it's a um, it's a Pinot from from actually no, it's a Bordeaux. I had it a couple couple weeks ago. I still had plenty left over. That's in another corner. So <laughs> those are the those are the bases from my spirits. Then I've got my rye whiskey on the rocks in in another corner. Uh, I've got my um, uh, cognac um, uh, neat 
in a in a cognac glass. Also, if you look at the picture, I kind of enjoyed the 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 glassware I was using. But right in the center, <laughs> I've got my um, uh, my Sazerac with a new glass that I purchased from a gift card my mom got me for Amazon. <laughs> so this is a Nick and Nora glass that I put my Sazerac in. But this has got uh, got the uh, got all all of everything all put together um, with nice. along with some bitters and and uh, and. And uh, lemon, and uh, you know your typical way that, and the absinthe rinse, of course. So, so it's a flight. So I didn't go overboard on these uh, pours, cause, <laughs> cause depending on how long this goes. I, I, you know, but, but, uh, <laughs> but I had a little fun with it. I think the picture is kind of nice, and uh, I'm yeah, really, it's a very pretty picture. I, I'm looking forward, and I and I featured a lot of uh, you know our new logo uh, with yes. um, with the glasses that uh, that you put together. Uh, I had my. Uh, uh, sister-in-law print up some um, uh, coasters, coasters with it, yeah. and then I don't know if you look in the background, you can see the new uh, the new uh, um, Your little cheese board wood, or uh, wood board. board. Yeah, or it's, yeah. it's shaped in the wine and it's got the logo on it as well. So yeah, that's really cool. <laughs> so nice. I didn't have to go to the store for any of this too. I had it all. That's <laughs> Just, perfect. So it's a, it's it's a true retrospective of 2021. <laughs> <laughs> so cheers. Nice. Cool. All right, I went a little different. Um, what I was kind of thinking is, is like we're, we're talking about some of our favorites that we watched and stuff like that that did we get that we didn't get a podcast. And so uh, I went with uh, one of my favorite drinks that I discovered this year. That uh, are uh, yeah, I, I would say discovered it. It's something that I normally was like avoided, essentially just because it's a tequila based. Uh, drink and I was kind of like I, I still was a little worried from tequila from a, a ch not I'm not gonna call it a childhood incident but a early adulthood incident where uh, Jose Cuervo kicked the shit out of me and so uh, <laughs> I, I was always just a little leery of tequila but I ended up having a uh, and I made this tonight I made a cranberry uh, margarita and so uh, I had discovered something similar to this not too long ago and I really really liked it uh, so much so that uh, for Christmas Eve, we were at some families, and uh, I went full bartender, and I made up a list of uh, different drinks to do, about seven different Christmas-themed drinks, and, and the cranberry margarita was, was the hit of the night. Nice. Uh, I, I, was ma uh, I, I made quite a few of those. So yeah, I went you, with that. Cause... You came up with seven drinks. Did you uh, did you pair it with one of our podcasts as, as kind <laughs> of a, hey, you know, since you're trying this drink, you might like episode <laughs> 57. Actually, no, they were all... <laughs> <laughs> they were all they were all Christmas based, right? They were they were all holiday themed. So, uh, the cranberry margarita is a lot of times called a Christmas margarita. Uh, I think because of the the nice red color. And then I was like, you know what? I, I got to do something more than that. I got I got to use my new little rocks glass or, or little logo glass that I was able to get for for us. Yep. And uh, so I was like, well, I want to I want to do something that's kind of like my my guilty pleasure. But I also wanted to do something kind of new. And so I'm like, okay, so how do I take a guilty pleasure but make it new? And so I went out on a limb and I did something a little crazy that I said I'd probably never do. Uh -oh. I went with my old favorite, the whiskey sour. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. You know what's coming. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I made it with egg white. Yeah. Um, and I have not tasted it yet. So, uh, but I did make one. I made one for my wife, which I normally do. I asked her, I'm like, this is what I'm making tonight. Do you want one? And when I told her what I was making, she goes, oh, yeah, I want them with whiskey sour. So I made one and she, she's like, did you taste mine? I'm like, no. And she's like, oh, it's delicious. So. <laughs> did you uh, did you do a dry shake first? I, I did, did a dry did shake. Dry shake, nice. Uh. 
Oh, I, I did. I, I investigated. I, I read a couple articles, and one of the articles I even read, they're like, and don't worry that, you know, uh, getting salmonella from a raw egg, you're, you're more likely to get it from uh, peanuts and, oh, there was two other things that you eat normally that you're more likely to get it from. And I'm like, all right, that makes me feel a little better. Well, and are these, also, uh, are these your eggs? Yes. Nice. Yes, we got them. Fresh eggs. Not only did I have fresh eggs out of the garden or out of the, the chicken coop out in the backyard, I picked some lemons on the way in from getting those eggs. So these are like fresh, fresh eggs. These are like no more than 24-hour-old eggs. No more, you know, uh, yep. freshly picked lemon. Uh, did the whole nine and went with my uh, went with that uh, Brothers Bourbon, which I really, really like, Brothers Bond Bourbon. So nice. here's here's to here's to the podcast in, yep. in 2021. Good luck. I'm looking at the expression. <laughs> you got a little egg white mustache. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that, that's actually just my mustache. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. You're not. It's you're not. You're not shivering from the uh, from the uh, texture. So. No, 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 not <laughs> at all. Um, with the fresh lemon in there, it has a a different taste, and I'm not. I'm I'm used to because I usually use just the the off the shelf mix. Uh, yeah. Which I really like. It has a, a a very very good flavor with the with the fresh lemon. I, I really like that. We've got our lemon tree, so that's always a yeah pretty easy for us. But uh, I I have that with lime. If I use lime, you know, one from a little squeeze bottle or from a bottle, um, it really is not the same as picking up yeah. some. I mean, I I pick up my lime from the grocery store, but cutting it and squeezing it makes such a difference. Yeah. Right? Well, I use fresh lime in my my margarita this time. You too, got the so. lime tree, yeah. So. Uh, not not my own limes this time, but I did when I was picking lemons. I did see a couple of them on there, so uh, it'll be nice. We 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 have not got a lot of limes on that tree. It's it's been underperforming. That's uh, a key need... lime, right? So probably I think has it a is a little bit more yeah. of a. You know, the it's only thing I have to associate though. it with is a pie. So I don't know. <laughs> I, I've never, I've never done a taste test of a lime versus a key lime. Oh, so. it, I like the key lime. It has, it has a very distinct flavor that I really, really like. But it, it's, I, I think it's a little sweeter. Yeah. Mm. All right. Well, let's get into these shows. <laughs> um, I think you, you came up with a format that uh, was a little different than I was. You had a top six, um, all from the different. Um, yeah. Net or uh, uh, streaming services. I almost said that different Netflixes, which was they're not all stream. One of them's a theatrical release that I wanted. Oh, to, okay. That I wanted to talk about, but uh, some of these are more known than others. Um, so, all right. Well, I did not put mine in any order, and I wrote down a bunch of them. So um, I'll kind of let you go with your. We'll, we'll go in between, and and you start with your top six, and I'll just kind of throw some stuff into it. Oh, so oh well. So. Okay. Well, I wanted to start with one and talk about it. And yeah, I, yeah, for sure. You know, okay. So the first one um, I'm going to bring up is a is a special that aired. It came out in uh, the summer of 2021 on Netflix. And this is a comedian that's been been around for about 15 years. He got his start in uh, on YouTube actually when he was man about 15 years old. I think he's a, he's early 30s now. Um, his name is Bo Burnham. I don't know if you've heard of him, but, um, uh, you know, it sounds really familiar. He's done some really, well, he, he, he was a YouTube kind of, you might say a YouTube sensation. He, he grew <laughs> up with YouTube. He put, put out a lot of, uh, like little 
songs on online that he just oh, okay. would record in his uh, bedroom and 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 put them out he got a big uh, a lot of followers he was kind of like a justin bieber on the youtube front because i think that's how <laughs> justin bieber got his start um but he's really lyrically uh clever and smart and ironic and and he's got kind of a biting humor that you know he gets to the point of things um he's done some really good stand-up uh, he did one uh, called What, another one called Make Happy. They're really, they're funny, they're hilarious. At the same time, they, they're, they're kind of deep and they really get you thinking about things. Um, but he did one over the pandemic where he basically took all, all, you know, a bunch of cameras, equipment into his room on his own. And over a period of months, he came up with new content and recorded it all. It's all recorded by himself. He performs some music. He does little skits. There's, uh, you know, it's got his brand of humor that is kind of, it's hilarious. It's really fresh. At the same time, you know, you're wondering if he's if he's a depressed individual. You're kind of questioning <laughs> his, his sanity. Um, it's really interesting. It's called Bo Burnham Inside. It's on Netflix, and, and I think all of his uh, stand-up is on Netflix. Highly okay. recommended. It's really... Uh, worth digesting. I mean, it, it's kind of broken up into li little parts and stuff. And, and um, uh, so he also directed a movie a few years ago called uh, Eighth Grade, which he wasn't in it. He wrote and directed it, cast a 14-year-old a girl that it's kind of an eighth grade experience. It's really well, a good movie. That sounds familiar. Yeah, it was It was, uh, It was. was mainstream. It didn't do very well, but it, it was well-received. Um, I thought it was really good. I saw it with my daughter. I took my daughter to see it. Uh, you know, we were a little uncomfortable a watching watch. it together, but it was still... Uh, <laughs> It was it was it was still really good and well very thoughtful. He's a very thoughtful guy. Nice. So <laughs> cool. All right. Well, since you went with Netflix, I will jump onto my Netflix list. Now I didn't go with anything like specifically top, but um one of the things that was on Netflix this season that we watched and binged it was uh season three of Sex Education. Oh, you watched it. I still have not yes. seen season three, but I love season one and two. I Yes, and, and so there is no fall off at all of this uh, this show. It has three seasons that all are killer, um, which I, I'm, I'm surprised. You know, it, it not surprised, but I, I'm excited for because to, usually when you get into three seasons, sometimes four seasons, things don't always like you get a killer first season, maybe a second season, then it starts to fall off. Sometimes, sometimes they don't even make it that far. This thing has been so good for so so much of, mm -hmm. of the show it it i couldn't recommend it more it's and i know people are gonna shy away from the sex education title if you're a little prudish and stuff it may not be for you but if if you can handle them talking about sex and like being a little you know it's like yeah it, there's it, not there I, I remember episode one was very <laughs> yes. you know it had you know like within the first few minutes it had a very blatant boob shot and you know yeah they're, they're having sex on the bed and it if someone would would see that, they might be expecting, oh, this is going to be Porky's or something. But it really, <laughs> it's almost like there's some there's some uh, producer in the back that's saying, you know, we gotta sex sells, we gotta suck start, them in. we gotta suck them in with with some 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 titties at the beginning, and and uh, mm -hmm. but it really it's not a good representation of where the show goes, so it's not really fair. yeah. And I, and, and I, if I'm not mistaken, I think it holds true through the rest of the the uh, seasons like that. It doesn't really have a lot of nudity or anything. That just has a lot of uh, 
sexual content uh, <laughs> content that's yeah. yeah i'm not I'm like what's the word i can't even <laughs> english today um so yeah it, but it it's it's a great show uh so fun so good the acting is great the writing is great it's asa asa butterfield is the lead um and uh, he's a good great young actor and he's got mm-hmm. um uh from x-files what's her name yeah <laughs> um yeah i know <laughs> da, da, um molder Jillian and uh, Anderson. Anderson. That's right. That's right. Um, Really good, good ensemble cast. And the and the lead uh, uh, Ace's love interest, or you know, back and forth. Yeah, Emma Emma McKay. She she always uh, reminded me of of Margot Robbie. Um, In fact, I thought they were related. When I thought it might even be her the first time I saw it. um, She does a great job too. Yeah, she's wonderful. Yeah. Talk for a second. I'm gonna kick my dogs out of the room. You want me to move? Well, okay, okay, I'll talk. Um, sex education is. Uh, oh, I, don't, I don't have anything to say. I'm just gonna pause. All right, they were wrestling behind me. I couldn't take it anymore. Sorry. I totally, uh, I totally shied up when you said take over because I, I started, <laughs> I started in on a sentence. And it's like I don't know what to say, so I paused it. <laughs> oh, that's funny. It's even better. You should have just left it going. Just dead silent. <laughs> this, is, this is good That's for right. you guys. <laughs> this, this is a good podcast, right? I think I've done that before where I've talked behind your back. I kind of like <laughs> oh, I, yeah, challenged okay. you to, to replay the podcast and hear what I said about you. I think I heard that. I think <laughs> I did hear that one too. All right. So uh, whenever you're ready. I'm, oh, I've, I've been recording all this. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> awesome. Um, so yeah, as far as Netflix goes, one of my favorites on there is definitely sex education. Now, on that same note, and in that same kind of vein of um, content may not be appropriate for everybody, it may not be your jam, there is an animated series called Big Mouth <laughs> that I just love and think is so funny and, and just cracks me up. Um and it's it's on Netflix too. I haven't seen the newest season, but it is so funny. It is uh Nick Kroll is is he's the main writer and one of the main voice actors, bunch of other great voice actors in it. And it's one of those things is it's just it's an animated series about kids in like junior high going through puberty and there's puberty monsters and all this and it just it is fucking hilarious it's it been around for for a few years yeah because i well I, they, ha- uh, I remember watching they had a new season first season they had a new season release okay. uh two actually this season uh this year they had one early in the beginning of the year and one at the end, just at the end of the year they had another right. one released so so funny so uh that's another one in that in that, that content related uh this one's a little more foul <laughs> it's a little more you know, in your face uh, with sex and stuff like that. Then sex education, which, uh, funny enough, but uh, really good. A couple other good things that are on uh, Netflix that I would recommend is if you haven't watched it, there's a show called Lucifer, which is kind of like a uh, it's it's nighttime drama, you know, uh, primetime drama kind of thing. Yeah, but I, comedy I remember drama. Seeing- I remember my, my son recommended that and we watched a couple seasons of it mm-hmm. and I think this is the last season. It like it, yeah. it, it got a lot of so much support that uh, one of the one of the streaming services picked it up and uh, invested in a final season. Uh, yeah, that was Netflix. Kind of, um, so because I don't think it started on Netflix, it was more of a no, no, it didn't. A, I think it was like an ABC or CBS, one of those yeah. type things. 
Really good show. Um, so that was another one. I was and never then, big on the stories. I thought they were really kind of, you know, <laughs> TV writing kind of. Oh, know, yeah. But I always liked the lead. I thought he was so well cast and just uh, well, ruled. Did you ruled ever watch role. Bones? Uh, no. Did you ever watch the show Bones? No, I didn't. To me, it was kind of like Bones where it it was really carried by the actors and, and what they were. The stories weren't always the greatest, but the acting and, and the little stuff between them was, was what carried that show a lot. And it kind of right. reminded me of that. Um, and then one last one, uh, just really quick. Uh, this is a, a this was a guilty pleasure for me and Alyssa. We uh, finally started watching Shit's Creek. <laughs> it's and, up Shit's uh, Creek, right? Up Shit's Creek. No, it's just called Shit's Creek. Shit's Creek, okay. Um, but it's it's one of those ones that people raved about, raved and raved about, and it was one of those ones is like we tried to watch it in the beginning, and we got like three or four episodes in, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> what the fuck is this? Well, we ran out of stuff to watch again, so we started up again and i was like okay let's let's push through this and it finally it finally clicked and got it found its rhythm good. it's yeah yeah and and we watched we we were binge watching this like three four episodes a night sometimes and just kind of kicked it all the way through and went through all five seasons and finally ended it out now we're now we're searching now for another thing to watch so it's all canadian uh, actors right it's it's uh, the lead who's the the father in in the uh yeah that's a uh, levy Eugene Levy, yeah, right. Or Levy. <laughs> Levy, or Levy, Levy, it could be yeah. Levy, Levy, but I, I always thought. Yeah. I think you're right. Um, I think it's Eugene Levy. Um, SCTV. <laughs> yeah. Um, I didn't realize it was all Canadian acts, but uh, well, uh, I think that was Catherine a joke that, that Stephen Martin just said on a on a tribute to uh, Lauren Lauren, um, who's the Saturday Night Live Lauren uh, Michaels. Michaels. Um, he said something about. You know, you're the only Canadian that hasn't been on guest starred on Shit's Creek or something like that. It was kind of a, oh, that's funny. a joke. So that's that's why I said that. Um, so interesting enough, and I didn't realize this, and and I wonder. So Dan uh, Levy plays David Ross uh, Rose, who is the son of Eugene. I wonder if that if that's actually his real son. I believe it is. I I kind of did what you did. I saw the first couple episodes and didn't get hooked. So, uh, <laughs> but but I do remember. And this was oh, a while, this was a while ago, uh, but I do remember reading that. Um, but you've kind of given me hope. Maybe I'll return to it. Maybe it's something some it, people it's, enjoy too. Yeah, it, it's one of those ones that there's a lot of some of it. You just have to go, what the fuck, and realize that like <laughs> you're supposed to laugh at these people, and and it's supposed to be one of those is it takes them forever to kind of make a turn, and they finally do. But uh, I I really enjoyed that. Um, some of the other things uh, Netflix that were really good, and I, I believe. It may it may even been the year before, but Queen's Gambit is on uh, Netflix, and if you haven't seen that, that's an that's an incredible series to watch it, too. It was it was 2020, uh, so and, okay. I, and I wrote that because uh, you know I looked that one up and saw it was 2020, so I didn't put it on my list. I really liked it. She mm -hmm. was also I I did actually have uh, Anna Taylor Joy mentioned. Um, who was the lead in Queen's Gambit because she was in a movie that this was actually on my meh list. I didn't get out to the theater much, <laughs> but I did see a, a theatrical release called Last Night in Soho, um, which oh, is okay. a Edgar Wright movie. He did Tax mm -hmm. uh, Baby Driver and uh, the Shaun of the Dead movies, you yeah. know. Uh, but um, he did Last Night in Soho, which actually has uh, uh, Thomason McKenzie, who was in Jojo Rabbit. She played the the, oh, the girl in the closet, yeah. you know that, uh, and. 
that that was a movie night last night in Soho that had potential, really good first act, but just couldn't find its way. It got a little messy after that, and so mm -hmm. uh, I'm not I'm not recommending it. But I did call it out because uh, because it, it does have something original to offer. It just didn't right. quite, didn't quite succeed, and it had a, a couple stars that that we've talked about in the past. So it was worth mentioning. Well, we talked about Anna Taylor Joy before because she was in New Mutants, which we did do ah, in that's one right. of our, that's our right. podcast. She was also uh, in so... uh, in um, uh, Split, which was one of my favorite <laughs> M Night Shyamalan movies. Yeah. <laughs> right. Nice. Um, so yeah, that, that's one of those, those are a lot. And then, uh, the only other last one I would, I would kind of really like to, well, there's actually two I'd kind of like to bring up. One is, uh, An Anola Holmes. I don't know if you ever saw that. Nope. It, um, so it is, uh, it's kind of a, um, it's a story of the sister of Sherlock Holmes. And, uh, it's, oh. it's actually it's really, really good. Okay. Um, it has uh, Millie Bobby Brown, who who got her fame from um, uh, Stranger Things, right? She's the the she plays Eleven in uh, Stranger Things. So this is one of her first kind of like big, big takeoffs from um, uh, Stranger Things, and it's it's a very does it start in like an old Victorian house and the whole yeah the whole thing is in is in okay. I did start oh. watching that, and I think uh, I think I I got a little lost, and maybe I didn't mm -hmm. give it enough attention. But I, so I I, I have I. It's I have not seen a, a bit blockbuster, of it. yeah, but it is fun. If you like it, it it's it's kind of has that Sherlock Holmesy, you know, figuring out puzzles and some things like that. But it also has a a strong woman character, young woman character, kind of mm -hmm. doing things that you know not necessarily right for the times like she's fighting and, and you know solving things and kind of being her own it she just does a really good job in it and um it has a uh, henry cavill i think is the uh superman yes he's he plays <laughs> sherlock holmes in it so uh it's really fun to see him in that kind of thing it's just <laughs> it's a really cool really cool show especially for i would say for uh young teen girls to you know to to it, it gives them kind of it's kind of their voice a little bit it's it's a lot of fun for the, for that age too by what i remember it looked like the director had a lot of style too that they were really for the as far as the visuals and how oh, the yeah. story was being told i got a you know i wasn't as drawn in as i'd hoped to be but i but i did uh, get a sense that the director had a voice that they were really trying to give it something it's really neat they do a lot of breaking the fourth wall kind of thing okay. and, and stuff like that too so it has a lot of little stuff like that really really good and the last one that i would i would say uh, if you're on netflix and and have something to watch uh, Shadow and Bone. Um, oh this is, yeah, and they're on a couple seasons now, right? Uh, I think it's just the one so far. But the, okay, um, maybe it's not what I'm it, thinking of. Did this come out in 2021? I believe so, because that well, that's when we watched it. And we watched okay. it pretty quickly when it came out. Maybe I'm thinking of something um, else then. No, it was 2001. Um, this is uh, it's it's based off of uh, some books and stuff like that. It really really good. The one thing that it, for me that was really interesting is our friend Ben Barnes uh, plays in it, and he was um, he's uh, the bad guy in uh, Punisher. He's uh, the um, the guy who ends up fighting with uh, Castles the whole time. His his partner from uh, the uh, the army. Oh okay. And so 
And so it's kind of it's kind of strange because I had just watched Punisher again before seeing it and then watching him there, and I'm like, oh, it's so crazy because he's he, <laughs> you know, you see the him one as that the gets same his guy. face ripped up at the, at the end. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Jigsaw, Jigsaw, right? Spoiler. <laughs> so Shadow so, well, and Bone. Okay, I got a couple more from Netflix. Uh, they, okay, cool. They didn't make my top, but uh, they were honorable mentions. Um, uh, Squid Game, which. I, I, I think at one point I recommended we podcast, but it got yeah. so much, it, you know, it was one of those things that I was, I thought was really cool, but then it got so much press that it almost made it less and less mm-hmm. uh, worth talking about and, and, and right. less and less exciting. Uh, so it kind of went from one of my top picks to just an honorable mention, but uh, <laughs> uh, they've got this, you know, one of the games they play red light, green light, and they got this doll that basically just, Oh yeah, that's uh, that first episode. Takes you out, yeah, yeah. That's one of the creepiest villains that I've ever seen. <laughs> um, but it's it does it it's it's well. It's kind of a a typical post apocalyptic style. You know, it's 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 what's the what's the Stephen King Running Man? It's got that sort, oh, right, sort right. of you know fight to survive and gotcha. the stakes are your life uh, situation. Right. <laughs> and uh, but it's well it's well directed. And it's it's South Korean, uh, which we've seen a lot of really good stuff come from there recently. And um, but there's so there's so, much, there's so much uh, that's been said about it that uh, I, I'm not going to spend too much time on it. Okay. Um, there's another one that came out recently, uh, a movie by Antoine uh, Fugua. Um, well, he directed it. It's called The Guilty. Jake Gyllenhaal is uh, is the star. I saw a trailer for, or I saw a write-up on this prior to it coming out because it came out a few months ago on, on Netflix and it said it was based off of a uh, Danish movie um, and it gave really good props to the Danish movie. So instead of waiting for this one, I went and found the Danish movie. It's actually available on Hulu. It's the same title, The Guilty. I think it's uh, Den Skylage or something like that. If you want to, if you want to translate it into, into uh, what's, what's the Danish language? I don't know. Do you know? Dang it. Uh, no. <laughs> I don't, okay. no, I don't. Um, and it's about, it's, it's, it's a very small cast. It's mainly about uh, an emergency call center operator who has kind of a, he's, he used to be on the force, but now he's kind of been um, demoted to this position awaiting trial, but he's listening to, he gets emergency calls and uh, it becomes a relationship he develops with a, with a young girl who is fearful for her life because her mom has been kidnapped and he kind of tries to walk her through it. It really gripped me. <clears throat> I thought the uh, Netflix one, I, when it came out, the Jake Gyllenhaal version, it almost followed it verbatim. Um, so it was hard to really judge, but I recommended it to uh, Alicia, who we've had on the podcast. Oh, right, right. Because yeah. uh, she's in the in the police force and she's um, also a huge Jake Gyllenhaal fan. She just, that's... Uh, I'm sure he's on <laughs> on her list, um, but uh, she was very unimpressed with it. I think she was a little annoyed at the E nine one one center, the or the emergency oh. center, saying it wouldn't go down like that. She was very judgmental of just because she works there, she yeah. knows what's real, and so um, it's kind of hard to to judge a movie based on its <laughs> emotional content when you're too busy 
or when you're when some of the mistakes are so glaring because you're in the business. I mean that's that's what us watching martial arts film or me watching a martial arts film it's like no that's that's really not how that works but you know yeah yeah all right, so, that's it for my Netflix. Uh, so I, I realized I had missed one huge one that is not only a uh, – I, I can't wait to watch this, and also this was <laughs> on Netflix, and you got to watch this. Well, so, well wait, is I'm this 2021, you... or is this what's coming – what just dropped? Well, it just dropped. Yeah, yeah I know right? what you're talking about. It's on my list of looking forward to. Yeah, so that's what I'm looking forward to. But it's also the first three seasons are are on Netflix and, and worth a watch if you haven't watched it. Yep. But if you haven't watched this, first season we're talking was about YouTube, right? Yes. Okay. But we're, we're, we're talking about Cobra Kai, <laughs> in, in, and yes, hundred percent. If you haven't watched that, that the first three seasons are on there. Go watch that. Uh, four season just dropped, so that's a I can't wait to watch this kind of thing. Uh, and speaking about martial arts, and this is one I was kind of debating whether I was even going to bring it up, but it it, it just kind of one of those things. That I was like, I want to see where this is. Also on Netflix right now is a movie that came out in 2020 called Paper Tigers. Oh, is it on Netflix? <laughs> yeah, uh, which we I, I, almost we almost uh, podcast yeah, on that. Yeah, uh, and I won't tell you why we didn't do that, but uh, yeah, we we both were excited to do that, and then it fell through for for whatever reasons. We haven't done it, and it, it may come back up, but I don't know. But it's on it's on Netflix too. If you ever want to watch it, it's a decent martial arts movie. Uh, and to answer your question from earlier, they speak Danish. In they speak Martin. Danish. Okay, I'm sorry. that makes sense. <laughs> it's a Danish crime theory. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, all right. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Do you want to talk about what what we're looking forward to, or do you want to do that at the end? As far as you want to hit these as we go through this, I've got a huge list still of of you know I've only talked about one of my top six. So okay. I want to I want to jump into let's jump into HBO Max. All right. HBO so HBO Max. Max HBO Max has has delivered. You know, I remember at the beginning of the year, they put out a trailer that basically talked about every month they're going to release something new that's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, more theatrically destined. But, you know, um, and they they released some really good content. One of the real good ones, was, uh, I, which isn't on my list because we may eventually podcast about it, was Dune. And I've, I was... Oh, right. Yeah. And that actually, I saw that in the theater a couple times myself. And I, I think yeah, we but, should, we will, will definitely do that. So I'm not going to get into that. That would, that would likely make my, my top of the, of the year that we haven't <laughs> podcast on, but since we might podcast, I'll skip it. Um, but I want to talk about something that a lot, that's gotten a lot of buzz lately because the, the third season just ended and that's succession. It's a, oh, um, it's uh, they've done three seasons and Definitely got another one coming because they left us hanging. But it, it's a it's a series. It's it's uh, nine or ten episodes per season. This one was nine episodes, and it follows the Roy family. I okay. binge watched it from the beginning. Uh, this you know a couple months ago, just I got so hooked. But it's a it's a it's a media conglomerate. Um, it's called Waystar. Uh, that and this the patriarch Logan Roy is he's kind of this character like uh, Rupert Murdoch or Donald Trump or, you know, someone that's that's got a lot of notoriety and who he is as the family patriarch of this of this company. And he's got kids and he's got some health issues um, right off the bat that, that we're dealing with. And so it's he's got a daughter and two sons, actually three sons. I, I take Kira, uh, Kieran Culkin mm-hmm. plays one of them, who is uh, Macaulay Culkin's brother. Who's he's, oh, he's okay, brilliant, yeah. but uh, the the they're very dysfunctional and they're vying for kind of control 
and there's lots of manipulation and and but it's it's really fun to watch and it's uh really smart writing real writing you know it, it feels it feels real and uh good series so it it's gotten a lot of uh attention these last couple of months because of its third season but i think it's well deserved so okay cool uh my my top on on <laughs> hbo that is a uh I, I can't even remember if this was this this year or not, but I think we watched it earlier this year. Um, they had an original release uh, for called The Flight Attendant. Oh, um, with uh, with the the girl from uh, Kelly. Uh, yeah, from Big Bang Theory. Big Bang Theory, right? I never saw it. Really, really, really good. It's a quick little short eight episode uh, mini mini series kind of thing. Um, really really fun and interesting um definitely worth watching she she get does a great job in this I, you know what i i think it was from 2020 but i think i didn't watch it until 2021 because it actually was up for some awards um or at least i think she was up for an award for for her portrayal in it they, they do have um, season two coming out real soon don't they uh i don't I didn't think it was going to have a season two, but I guess. Oh, I maybe. think I saw something on it. So maybe it did so well that they like, well, okay. It seemed to end in a spot where they didn't necessarily need one, but I, maybe. Um, so I would say that was, that was probably my top go-to uh, for, <laughs> but I have a lot of guilty pleasures and, and one other uh, original <laughs> series um, on HBO. I have and, a couple too, so I've got some other ones that I can the, mention. The interesting thing with HBO is like I think I find I, I probably watch more HBO stuff than anything else uh, in in general, other than like live TV, which I'll get to a little bit later. But <laughs> we watched a ton of stuff on HBO, and it was stuff like we we did the Harry Potter marathon again. You know, we we watched all eight movies, <laughs> and we recently watched their twentieth anniversary special, which which was released when. 2021 just recently yeah it was okay. uh it was it was right before christmas time okay right? so it, that's it, fair to bring it up i guess I, <laughs> yeah I, I kind of uh you know i was so um you know annoyed with the uh friends <laughs> reunion i think i watched 20 minutes and just got it was really it was hard well i had a hard time looking at the people they, they all they all I had, only had a hard time looking at two Okay, well, yeah, but it was the plastic surgery, and you know there were yes. there were two people that I didn't have a problem with, which was uh, um, Joey, Joey and um, and uh, Phoebe and, and Phoebe. I, they they looked great, <laughs> you know. I, Joey I was big well, and and you know proud of it, it but but everyone <laughs> else just looked like they had just had so much work done to him and it was hard see i don't think Jennifer Aniston looks like she's had a lot of work. She yeah. has, but I don't yeah. think she looks it. Yeah. Um, I, 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 and I, to tell you the truth, I don't think, um, uh, Lisa Kudrow looks like she has work, um, done or, Phoebe, uh, David Schwimmer. I, yeah. Well, Phoebe. Yeah. I didn't think I, she didn't look like she had anything done that she was, she was okay for me. But yeah. Anyway, no, uh, but, so, but so, but so Harry Potter, when I saw the trailer for that, I just kind of like, Oh, they're just trying to go back. Uh, um, it's, I, it's interesting. I actually, I, I mean, I am a kid at heart. And I love YA stuff. I love Harry Potter. I love the books and stuff like that. For, for me, you know, you you could ask my wife. I, I'm I'm more of a teenager than my kids are. When it did comes J.K. To Rowling's like uh, make any sort oh, of? No. I mean, she's been canceled. They had they she? had <laughs> they they 
I fucking hate all that, but they <laughs> they had some uh, some statements from her, but they were previously recorded from earlier stuff. Yeah. So they didn't leave her out, but they didn't really include her. Right. Canceled. So, um, <laughs> but they also didn't bring it up. It it wasn't like a big deal. Yeah. Like they, they didn't really. They kind of glossed over it. So, yeah. it is what it is. Um, I'm going to go back really quick to uh, Matt LeBlanc. Um, okay. So. <laughs> I, I think he is incredible, and he had a, a series not too long ago called A Man with a Plan. No, oh, this okay. was We watched this in 2020. Yeah. It ran from 2016 to 2020. It is such a great, fun, um, little uh, kind of a primetime comedy series. To me, I, I loved it. It's, it's, you know, it's that family kind of thing it's mother father you know a couple of kids and it's doing the dad thing and to me it was just i i thought it was such a good fun just guilty pleasure you can turn your brain off and just have a good laugh with it so if you're a fan of matt leblanc check that out it is it or if you're just a fan of just you know that kind of old school like um uh uh what's what's the Tim the Toolman Taylor uh, show, uh, those type of uh, comedies, you know, where it's a family, you know, at home when, you know, it's all the family drama, um, sure. but it's a comedy, um, that kind of stuff. Um, he, really, really fun. He was always uh, my guilty pleasure on Friends. It's like he, he, <laughs> oh, he always sure. played the same character. Um, and uh, sometimes you'd think, oh my gosh, he's so dumb. And yet, and yet at the same time he was a he he was so brilliant in his execution you just you just you just loved okay. him so much so but, this yeah. is joey grown up like and got a real job and got uh-huh. really married this this is joey you know not being 20 anymore actually home, impro- home improvement his, home improvement home improvement <laughs> <laughs> uh this is this is joey in his like late 40s after he kind of like settled down a little bit got married had some kids <laughs> became a contractor put on a few pounds yeah <laughs> yeah but it's 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 a, a good good show and um the other uh the funny thing to me too is is um oh, i'm trying to think he has a brother uh played by uh kevin nielsen and um, he's a, he's a, a Saturday Night Live alum too. Oh, Kevin Nealon, got it. Not Nielsen. Nealon, Nealon. Yeah. Yes. Sorry, I, I've had a couple of drinks and and words are blurring. <laughs> we, I saw an extra. Slow down. I still got a whole list of things to talk. About. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I miss. I can't read. I was trying to just, just, you know hide it. Uh, but no. So, anyways, yes, friends, friends. Uh, the Harry Potter, all the movies were on there. Um, the series that I really would like people to to take a look at if you're into um, sci-fi and and I don't know if it's YA necessarily, but it's called His Dark Materials. It is uh, the Golden Compass, right? That movie came out. Oh, right. Um, from set of the books. So the movie didn't really do well because they kind of rushed things. They put a lot of a lot of these books into a two-hour movie and didn't really capture it. Well, this is a mini-series where they actually spread it out and you yeah. get all the story and stuff like that. And it's got two seasons right now and, and really, really good. I, I really enjoyed that. I'm going to bring up a series that also was on HBO Max that uh, came out in April of 2021. And this is a Kate Winslet uh, seven-part series called Mayor of Easttown, which is a police detective. She plays a, a Philadelphia, it's a suburb of Philadelphia, um, and uh, she plays a police detective that's 
that, you know, she has a past where she was the local hero in high school, the basketball championship 25 years ago. But uh, now she's, um, you know, she's dealing with her own demons. She had a, one of her kids committed suicide. She's the she's still a police detective. She's got some cases that she can't she can't solve. And then there's a uh, she's investigating the murder of a, a teenage mother. And it's a really good character movie. She does a exceptional job. It's 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 heavy. It's not a it's not a bright, you know, uh, sitcom style series. But there, I'm no I, happy ending. <laughs> um, well, I I don't know. I have a I love watching these. I think we we did a we did a podcast with um, Chris, uh, you know, and when, I think it was when we watched The Quiet Place too. And Chris was uh, Chris is uh, also in the police force with uh, Alicia, mm-hmm. um, and uh, she loves these sort of uh, crime dramas. Uh, so we were talking about different ones. I think she had just recently watched that one because um, that I think we watched Quiet Place too, and you know, right around April. Uh, right. Yeah. Um, and um, so, really good series. If you like crime dramas, you like the he- uh, the heavy drama she does she does a great job with the philly accent considering she's she's british i think she got an emmy for the performance too this year um but uh really well, it's hard to go from british to philly i mean that's a that's a tough well, she, one yeah she yeah well she did uh <laughs> she did it's probably even accent. tougher to go from philly to, to british what was her titanic accent that was just uh, was I mean, it was like just, just she's English. just american yeah it was yeah. <laughs> it's just no uh, was she british I was she British no, in that one? No, I, I, I said English, meaning that's what we speak, but it's really an American <laughs> accent. You're, you're right. So, yeah, no. I. So that's be a recommendation from HBO Max if you like crime dramas. Uh, really yep. good series. Yep. Uh, one of the other things, and I don't know if, I mean, if you have HBO Max, I hope you realize this too. They have all the DC stuff, right? They're, they're kind of like the DC... Uh, DC Central streaming service. Yeah. So there's a ton of good stuff on there. Um, oh, speaking you know, of which, I've got there I got a movie from DC that that you know, it's in my it's in my can't wait th- to it's see. It's actually no, it's in my meh. No, The Suicide Squad. I do have oh. I do have I'm looking forward to Peacemaker, which is a spin-off from Suicide Squad. Really? Okay. I'm looking forward to it. I want to I I like his humor and um I don't know if I'll be able to handle as many episodes that come out. But I, again, The Suicide Squad, The Suicide Squad, because the first one was called Suicide Squad. This is right. The Suicide Squad. I kind of give it a meh, and I think it got too much promotion. There, it, it was, it uh, the buzz was elevated it to a, to the extent <laughs> that uh, when I finally saw it, it's like meh. meh. But it does. See, it, I it was it was pretty funny, but. I enjoyed it enough that it was like, I mean, it's not a blockbuster. It's not, it's not taking down Marvel or anything like that, but it was fun. I now, liked Peacemaker in that movie. I thought I was going to say the funny thing was, is I did not care for him at all. Well, you don't in, like in him movie. though, right? Or you, or do you like, I, Cena doesn't bother me. Okay. Okay. I wasn't sure if it was something that he brought to the table or not. No, no. It just, to me, it was kind of a dumb character. Well, I, I, I just know. Did, but he owned it so much, and I think that's but why. not dumb in a fun way, but just kind of a dumb character. Okay. Like that's just a stupid character. I mean, it it was almost as bad as the Weasel. I mean, I give Weasel the credit because I mean, at least it was James Gunn's brother playing the Weasel. That's right. <laughs> so I mean, it, it, yeah. 
Yeah, uh, he was, but no, they he have was gone in the first uh, first ten minutes too, so we didn't have to. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, if you haven't seen the Suicide Squad, you, you're, right. you're a little late to the party. There's some cool things on though. Um, one of the other things that uh, DC has that is very interesting, and, and I've watched a little bit of, and I haven't got too far into, but I really want to see more is Doom Patrol. Oh, which is okay. a, a DC kind of a. It's like an it's ongoing. A, it's a pretty low budget series, right? Or it is, but they do a good job with low budget with okay. what they have. I think I think they do a pretty good job, and a lot of people uh, talk about it. Uh, there's the Teen Titans, or they just call them the Titans. I've tried to watch it, and I just can't get into it. It is just like they say. DC is always so much darker than Marvel, and you know, Disney and Marvel with their miniseries killed it this season. They had four of them that all fucking knocked them out of the park. Wait, this is say it again. What Disney you... with with all their Marvel miniseries? Yeah, the four yeah. of them all knocked it. So this this is kind of like the opposite of that. They've had four seasons, and I think all of them are pretty trash. <laughs> I'm like, I can. Okay. I'm like, ugh. It's like, but they're so they're so dark and violent, and it's just like, and it's not even. I mean, I've read the Teen Titans, you know, long long time ago, and I and and I've seen cartoons and I'm like, they're, they're good. This just doesn't even hold up to that. It's, it's really, really odd. So, I mean, it, it's, it's strange. Um, you know, since you're stepping away from the mic, I'm going to, I'm going to throw this out there. You mentioned the four Marvel series on Disney. There's also the, uh, Boba Fett series that just dropped. Ah, Boba Fett. There you're back. Okay. Um, <laughs> I was filling the void. I didn't know how long you're gonna be gone, but, um, <laughs> I, I caught the first 20 minutes of it the other day. And I, I don't know if it's fair to bring that up, if that was a 2022 release or if it dropped before uh, the new year. Uh, no, it did. It did. Episode it one dropped. dropped before the new year. So it's fair to, to yeah. bring it up. I was <laughs> I was pretty uh, pretty non, nonplussed in the first 20 minutes. I turned it off. So I'm a little nervous I, about I haven't about watched it yet. They just released the first episode. That was it. So uh, isn't it? I, no, the second I guess the second one's tonight. Oh, maybe, maybe. Um, I'm not sure if they had if they were trying to kind of duplicate the same style as Mandalorian. Um, mm. They did introduce his character, or not introduce, but I mean they introduced this iteration of his character in season two of Mandalorian. Yeah, they brought him back. Um, but I don't know they if killed. it really found its own voice. It certainly didn't okay. in the first twenty minutes. Um, Interesting. <laughs> so we'll I see. haven't watched it yet. Uh, we've been we've been watching some other stuff, so it it hasn't really hit my my uh, been able to watch yet. So I it'll probably be a while. I still got to start Inhumans. We've got that for next week. So uh, right. Uh, I'll start. And you, you have you what? seen that before? No. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> it's it's going to be one of the worst. I know, you things guys, that we've ever done. I know you guys have downplayed it so much that I'm thinking I might be able to find something. Uh, Perfect. Talk about that, that is because a, that is a... when my expectations are in the gutter. <laughs> I look, good. Okay. I look. I seep through the crumbs and find the little uh, <laughs> little uh, little specks of gold. You I, know? I will say that I'm not a hater like a lot of the people are. There's parts I did enjoy, but I do understand what people have to say about it. So <laughs> we'll we'll get to that. Um, I don't know if there's anything else in in HBO that you wanted to talk about. But I I pretty much hit most of the things I I had. Uh, Oh, uh, I, mean, I, I will, I'll say, uh, I watched Don't Look Up. That's the, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, uh, show yeah, that I've just came out a couple yet. weeks ago. I like the premise. I like what it's trying to say. He's the director. I can't think of his name, but he did, uh, 
he did the the uh, the one about the housing crisis from uh, um, years ago with Brad Pitt, and also had another ensemble cast, which is really effective filmmaking. This one tries to do the same thing. I I think what I need to see, which I haven't seen, is that oh, it was recommended. Um, Idiocracy. I think uh, Bo recommended it. I still mm. haven't seen that, but I have a feeling that that movie tries to do the same thing this movie's trying to do. This one gets you a little scared because it's it's about a meteor that's hurling hurtling towards the earth and it's the reaction of society basically choosing to try to ignore it and the way it's played out it it feels very real. It feels like this is exactly <laughs> what our politicians would do these days. You know, they they it, um it's not it's not It's almost uh, too real. Right. So I I I thought that was effective. I didn't think the storytelling quite worked. So I, I don't know okay. if it's worth a recommendation. Although uh, Leonardo DiCaprio was was really good in this. His his character and his performance. There was a few standout, but sometimes I think it kind of got a little lost in its uh, balancing of real and parody. It seemed to sometimes get a little slapsticky when I don't think it needed to. Um, so gotcha. that's my last uh, HBO Max. Uh, okay. Mention there's uh, there's also yeah. a ton of like old stuff to watch on this. I mean, um, I don't know if I've talked about it on the on the series before or on the podcast before, but we actually had rewatched all of Big Bang Theory and that oh, was wow. through HBO. Yeah, we uh, I had started with DVDs and got through like season four watching DVDs, just like every episode. And then finally went had, through. Yeah. HBO has some yep. really good uh, series they've done, Westworld, and uh, mm-hmm. um, they've got that, gosh, there was that new one that I started watching. I think we talked about the trailer one time. The Wolves? Uh, yeah, Raised yeah. Raised by Wolves? Raised yeah, by I started wolves. it too. So they always come across to me as like the elite streaming service. They've got access yeah. to the to the top uh, movies, and they I agree with that. Uh, and I don't know why. I mean, uh, Netflix is the, they were the pioneer of streaming and they put out some great content. They still have a lot going for them, but uh, you know, with Disney's uh, Marvel stuff with HBO max going, even Apple TV is making a run with a lot of the stuff they're doing. All Netflix right. is probably getting a little buried. Okay. Let's <laughs> move on from HBO. Cool. All what right. What do you got next? Um, let's go to, Okay. This is one from Apple TV, and I mentioned this to you when we got together a few nights ago on New Year's <laughs> Eve. Um, I didn't see this coming. This is actually a, uh, a stage production that was released on September 10th, 2021. It was uh, part of the 20-year, well, day before the 20-year anniversary of 9-11. It's a stage production called Come From Away. And the the story, the, the story is, uh, it's a Broadway production that actually got shut down due to covid so they ended up filming it and releasing it on Apple TV. It's available if you've got it. Um, it's a true story. Uh, in fact, there there was a book written about it initially based on a bunch of interviews that, because I was talking to my mom about it and she said, oh, I read the book and I didn't know. Um, yeah. <laughs> but it's um, uh, on 9-11, uh, about 35 planes were diverted. You know, they, they grounded oh, yeah, all, yeah, the, yeah. All, the, all the flights when, when the, the planes hit the towers. And... Uh, about 7,000 people were stranded in a small town in Gander, Newfoundland. Um, and it's a wonderful... Do they speak Danish there? 
<laughs> they actually have kind of a Minnesota style accent. You know, so, um, so it's Fargo. It, it's yeah. Yeah. It does. It comes across that way. Um, it, um, it is a, I was, I was totally taken aback by this. This is, we watched this when I was in, uh, at my brother-in-law's house over the Christmas break, we went, to, uh, he's got a, he's got a theater downstairs. So, uh, he was like, what do you want to watch? And that was one of them that he recommended. He's, uh, he's got a theater background and, um, it's, uh, it's wonderful. It's a musical. There's songs. It's a wonderful ensemble cast. It's hilarious. It's emotional it's really cathartic and I, it's probably my biggest recommendation of all the stuff that I'm recommending here because it's really? different. Okay. It's not a movie. It's not a series. It's a stage production and it's so well put together. Um, so I can't recommend this enough. Uh, you will probably tear up at times cause it's, it's legitimate, uh, trauma that a lot, you know, a lot of us were a part of at least, in some form or another, oh, okay. but it's all about these people trying to come together and help 7,000 stranded people. It's a small town getting together and saying, what are we going to do? We want to make these people feel at home because, you know, the whole world has gone, uh, gone upside down and we want to kind of help them out. It's not right. a side of humanity you see very often these days. And so I think that was what made it so emotionally uh, penetrating, you know, it really made you feel so good about, what the possibilities in 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 connections with people are man i went right. on for a little while there but uh yeah no so no that's I, uh, that's come, great come, i mean i mean come that's, from away is what it's called uh, I, I think that's great because that's that's something that's probably doesn't get a lot of press and doesn't get a lot i mean i probably would have never heard about it had you not brought it up so right i, I think that's great um i i you know I got I got Apple TV. I got my free year with my phone, and so we watched Ted Lasso, which we, yeah. we talked about. We did a podcast. I think we only did one season, right? But we've, well, we we got to do season two eventually. But I haven't watched it yet. <laughs> oh my god! I don't know how no, you I, can wait. No, I it's tough. It's, was... it's well, it, it's because this is one that I want to see my with, with my wife. And her schedule is a lot tougher when it comes to watching things. So, so you know, I talked about earlier, like sometimes the the sec third season do not hold up ted lasso does not follow that it, okay. it it holds up we saw the first episode of season two and it to me it felt like it was kind of a reintroduction to ted lasso it didn't stand out um and so it probably is the reason why we haven't continued so i will um, say but, that it's not as like gripping because it's not as new as it was the first time it, it doesn't have that fresh new car smell to it like it right. did the first time they were like oh my god i want to be back in that thing but uh it definitely is a great great show uh and just for your your knowledge um the the official language of newfoundland is english so just so you, <laughs> just so you know is it minnesota nice english is that <laughs> it is it it's directly from fargo they learned it while watching fargo um no uh so my my recommendation from from uh apple tv would be um i've only watched a couple things besides ted lasso on this not not that i have anything against apple tv it's just i haven't really spent the time to go deep into it but um we started watching the morning show recently oh yeah steve carell and yeah huge huge cast yeah. yeah uh jennifer aniston too sure huge huge cast right uh incredible cast good first season real good first season um really deals with some kind of real life kind of they they really kind of go into the me too movement 
of of you know broadcast media and stuff like that and it's it's basically what the story's about and kind of stuff like that and they dealing with all that now you say Incredible that because i know i know you the me too movement is not something that it, people who are really <laughs> invested in it you wouldn't necessarily want to listen to but you're saying it takes it from a perspective of this is a reality how are we going to address this in broadcast news is that it it no it it deals with it but it doesn't it doesn't tell you how to think yeah it doesn't force a narrative on you. It's you see it the characters just kind of impassioned in the back. You forth. see it. You know, I wonder if it's uh, if it's anywhere similar to Newsroom, which was a three season series with uh, Jeff Daniels. Uh, I think it was on a oh no, it was on Showtime, uh, which was one of my favorite series uh, that I've ever watched. But it but it also took place in a newsroom. It kind of followed this. Uh, uh, Republican-leaning um, uh, uh, news pundit that was fed up with uh, with some of the direction the Republican Party was going, and so he was, you know, letting his voice known. But it has a great cast of characters, uh, people that you recognize today, because there's some people that have gone on to to great <laughs> success. Oh, who is the one from Law and Order, the the main lawyer? Uh, the older, I don't know. I don't anyway, watch okay, show. he was the head of there. Yeah, I think Jane Fonda even had a a part in season two. I, you probably would have nice. gagged. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, I think she's a war criminal, but whatever. Um, so, but yeah, um, no, I like, I really like this. I really like the first season because it dealt with real world issues in 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 what they are, but they didn't tell you what to think. They they did what what news is supposed to do and presented the facts and let you kind of make up your mind but they did it from a a cast of characters yeah where Go none ahead. of them are great like none of them are like flawless but none of them are also pure evil you know what i mean it's like and that that's more grounded i i always you yes. know when you when you're so when you follow a a character that is just too too good to be re to be real it's, right it's it's tough um or too evil to be like no i mean you can't just have i mean you can but when you have a villain in the story that is just pure villainy and there's no redeeming values where it's kind of like you 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 can you can have pluses and minuses on every one of these characters you you can have a a, a story like hey I, I why i'm behind them and you can also have that story as why i can't be behind every one of them and and they all are correct, and you're going to get different stories from every people because people are going to have different feelings for it, and, and that's what made it great. So I really liked it. I will say we're we're into the second season, and it fell off a little. Okay, got a little woke on itself. Like I think uh, I think <laughs> the writers changed a little bit, and it kind of kind of changed its where where before it wasn't trying to show a message, it wasn't trying to push a, an agenda. It's kind of pushing an agenda this time. And, and okay. it's kind of like, and, and for me, and, and if you're into that agenda pushing, especially if you, if you lean that left side, that lean, that wokeness, uh, it might be for you. I get a little irritated because it's like, I understand what they're trying to say, but it's like, I don't need you throwing your shit in my face. Let's have conversations. I don't need you to tell me how to think. I don't think it's good. If you're, if your goal is to get people to, to consider your ideas, uh, throwing them in your face like this is how it needs to be yeah, is exactly. not the way to do that now if exactly. it's if it's tied to a character you know and then you see kind of the characters go at it 
that's interesting but but i agree i don't it's that's what they weren't doing in the second season yeah yeah um the only other thing that i watched really on 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 apple this season that was new was tom hanks new movie fitch which is dog i didn't watch that i saw trailer though yeah the dog is a a small part of it it's more about he's got a, a robot a kind of a this AI is like a post-apocalyptic he's yeah. like one of the few survivors of something and very low cast i think it's him him and the robot the i writing. wonder you know just like that jake gyllenhaal guilty movie the reason that was made during this time was because the pandemic was going <laughs> on they didn't want people next to each other <laughs> well yeah i mean it's 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 easier to shoot a movie where you have a small <laughs> a small cast uh, because of social distancing you know and the the cool thing is is the dog even gets third casting in in the ca- uh, casting crew list on the, on the on the movie so beneath uh, the robot you know yeah uh, yeah um, I think well no I think the robot's voice is uh, the the robot's name is Jeff and and he's gets second billing but yeah the dog is next who's I think the that's voice? only who's, three people who's, who's Jeff's voice um, it's Caleb Laundry Jones which. Okay. I, I don't know this guy at all, but when I was listening to the voice, it, it sounded a lot like Tom Holland. He he has a voice that you think you kind of know, but you really are wrong. Um, <laughs> okay. No, I'm serious. Because I was like, oh, that's so-and-so. And I looked it up and I'm like, oh, yeah, no, that's not him. That's, that's not him at all. I'm so wrong. Was it the cadence? Because uh, Tom Holland, the only thing I know him from is Spider-Man. And, and he, he, he he's kind of... He, he he's kind of anxious and excited and enthusiastic. Yes, and and, yes. I, and and is that is that why you thought it was him? Possibly, okay. and it, it he sounds like a young, early late teen, or, you know, early twenties kind of. It's it's a good it's a good movie. Okay. I, I I won't say it's a blockbuster, but it's fun. It's a fun, interesting watch. If you like Tom Hanks, this is a Tom Hanks movie. This is this is his uh, new um, uh, Castaway. Where you get a lot of Tom Hanks, a lot of Tom Hanks talking, a lot of Tom Hanks talking, a lot of Tom Hanks talking. I um, loved Castaway. In fact, my friend that I went to film school was in Castaway. Did I did I mention that? No, I think I mentioned that many times probably. That's funny. I didn't know that. No, <laughs> this is Castaway in the fact that uh, the only difference is Wilson now is a robot. Ah, oh, okay. So if anyone sees Castaway, Rich Sickler's his name. He was a assistant director. He probably still does that work. But he, I worked with him on movies back in film school. Um, he's the he, he's the guy that says, "Hey, let's go fishing sometime." He has a line, and he's been oh. in, a, in a few uh, a few movies that are done by the same director that did Castaway. Same same one. I would love to go. get just a yeah. bit part like that. Just just to throw a line in somewhere. Like, you know how cool it'd be to be in a Marvel movie just with like a one liner. <laughs> He was in Practical Magic with uh, Sandra Bullock and Nicole Kidman. He had he was in it at the very early part of the movie. He runs into Sandra Bullock's um, like uh, her little shop where she's selling voodoo magic and stuff, uh-huh. and he gives she gives him a some sort of like uh, cream to. Um, to, yeah, it's some sort of problem he's having, and he doesn't know what to do with it. And she says, "You put it on," and he and she's just like eyeing his uh, his growing, and he's like, "Oh, okay, that sounds good." And then he runs off. That was him, same guy. So, so, so he had this. He had a uh, erectile dysfunction. I, yeah, I, I can't. I can't exactly write exactly voodoo magic to. That's right. It's, hey, I mean, if it works, it some works. Some people take a pill. Some people do a little voodoo magic and whatever, <laughs> whatever gets you up. Okay. Whatever, whatever makes the magic happen. Nice. <laughs> That's practical. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah. All right. So I don't have Apple TV. I, I have, you know, one of my one of my uh, Roku devices in our bedroom has uh, the account information you gave me, oh, uh, nice. but not it's not in the living room anymore. So uh, I haven't been uh, I haven't seen much of anything. We watched Ted last. I think I'm going to buy a subscription pretty soon so I can watch Ted last. It's like seven, it's like seven bucks now. It's yeah. it's worth it. It's one of the cheaper well, subscriptions. Don't Sorry. get me started on subscriptions. Uh, I am not a fan of this whole new model of, you know, you have to subscribe. And so let me move on to another film I watched in 2021 since we're moving on okay. from Apple. And I will be happy to say that this is not available on any subscription service. The only way you can see oh, this no. is on demand. This is like renting it from Blockbuster. So, which is the way I think content should be delivered. If you want to see it, you pay a, you pay a small amount, whether you want to own it or you want to rent it and you watch it. But when, when you can't see, uh, you know, Ted Lasso, unless you subscribe to the monthly thing, I, to me, that just seems like it's a, it's, it's a way of hooking you into constantly paying these businesses a bunch of money. And so I don't think it, okay, back to this movie. No box off. <laughs> So um, this was released, this was actually made uh, earlier and released in, uh, uh, it came out at one of the festivals, Sundance, uh, last, in 2020, but um, it was released in the States in February of 2021, and then I was able to stream it on demand a few months later when it was when it came out. And this is a movie called The Father. It's uh, Anthony Hopkins plays an uh, aging man who is suffering from dementia. It's oh, okay. based it's based off of a um, a, a French play uh, of the same name or whatever the French uh, La La Pere, which means the father in French. Um, it's it's put together kind of like a you know, it's a very small cast. It takes place mainly in where he's living. Also has Olivia Coleman, who's you know she won an Academy Award recently for uh, her performance as a queen in, in a, well she's done some brilliant stuff I've seen her mm -hmm. in crime dramas true that I really like um, in fact she's got one that I have in my anxious to see landscapers it's already been released but uh, I haven't seen it yet and that's something I want to watch but anyway it's it's a it's an exploration of dementia in through the through Anthony Hopkins and it's it plays out much like if you've ever seen the movie uh, Memento which is Oh yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, the memento plays itself kind of in reverse of a man who's suffering from uh, short-term memory loss. He can't he can't make new memories, and so they so the whole movie is put together in reverse. This doesn't put things together in reverse, but it but it throws enough curveballs at you through the 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 performances. You know, they actually cast different people in the same role because the. That's that's how someone who's suffering from dementia might experience a character. It's right. It's it's a moving performance. I I think the theatrical release was a different actor. He was um, oh I can't think of his name, but Anthony Hopkins kills it with for his performance. And um, it's just a a two hour movie worth watching. Um, and that's my non non streaming service recommendation if you want to spend a few bucks and watch something that is just so, interesting so I'm, I'm gonna shit on your little thing there a little bit uh -oh. it is streaming on stars just just so oh, you know. okay well 
Man. <laughs> yeah, but you can you can get it on demand. I don't mind if it's available yeah, no, on a streaming service <laughs> and also available on demand. It's what what I don't like is when it's exclusive yeah. to a streaming service. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, no, like okay, like then, Ted yeah. Lasso or you know, nothing against Ted Lasso or or Mayor of Winning, you know, a lot of these series, but if you have to subscribe to the service in order to get access to this content. I, I agree. I, I understand what you're saying. I mean, it's okay I, I, to, to like steal it. You know, you get a, a one month subscription or a free <laughs> thing like that. So you can, that's watch why it. we all have like but, 10 emails now. <laughs> yeah. And no one ever keeps up with that and they forget to cancel. And Oh, I, yeah. I'm, I'm guilty. I'm guilty for sure. Uh, cool. Um, so <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know what to talk about then if we're if we're talking about a non-streaming. I mean, if you what want about to talk theatrical? about, I've got another theatrical one I could talk about. So theatrical, I think everything I've seen theatrical this season in in the theaters, we've actually podcast on. So I, okay, well, I, I got one. I got one to watch. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, I already it. mentioned last night in Soho, uh, but another one we have not podcast on that was only available. It's now available on. Uh, I think you could pick it up on DVD and. Not or what is it? Blu-ray. You, you can pick Blu-ray, it up right, on 4K or whatever. Um, yeah, I don't think you can. Uh, I think you can get it on demand. I don't think it's on any streaming service yet. But it's um, the new Daniel Craig Bond movie, No Time to Die. Oh, yeah. Which, uh, if if you're a fan of Daniel Craig and if you've watched the series, it is a wonderful uh, finale to his to his um, his time as Bond. His time as Bond. Um, it's his last outing uh, that he made clear, <laughs> you know, going in. It's it does uh, benefit from watching the previous one. I, I I recommend you know seeing them all, but the previous one wasn't as as good. Spectra uh, or Spectre is it Spectra or Spectre? Spectre. Spectre um, was uh, wasn't as good of a of a movie, but it's it it's beneficial to watch it. I, was say, I don't remember seeing that one. I, I know I saw Skyfall. And Skyfall it, got a lot of acclaim, and uh, and and Adele did the song for Skyfall, so that probably helped prop it oh, up. Oh fuck, it. Adele kills it. <laughs> I love Adele. But uh, this is really a good. Uh, it's got Rami Malek, you know, who played who played mm-hmm. in. Um, he he played uh, Freddie Mercury in the in yeah. the uh, a Queen movie. He's a he, goofy he looking also, dude. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, he was he was kind of the Bond villain in this. It's got uh, Lea Sadeau, who's a, a I believe a French young French actress who's kind of the love interest. It's really got some some good casting. It it plays off you know Bond in general is a very uh, misogynistic uh, alcoholic character. It it addresses a lot of those things in interesting ways that doesn't feel like it's it's woke. Instead, it feels like it's clever and fresh and and it brings in oh man there's this uh one character early on this woman that she's only had two weeks training and she, it's hilarious she's uh she's been in another daniel craig movie the one the mystery one um that uh not oh god i can't think of the movie but if anyone oh, was that the the uh the something oh, up knives. uh knives knives out knives out yes knives out yeah she was that's a great movie yeah she was the heroine in knives out too where she played just kind of a kind of a meek a meek character in that whereas here she's a sexy uh uh mi <laughs> mi6 spy so uh or mi5 is it <laughs> i get your anna uh anna de arms yes yes yep. that's her she's wonderful 
And she's just in a brief little moment, or well, she's got kind of a, a whole scene dedicated to her. But but this is a good one, and and I recommend seeing Spectre if you haven't seen it ahead okay. of time. Not that Spectre is that great, but it's worth at least <laughs> understanding where this last movie uh, has its ties to, because it does address it does carry. You know, there are characters that are drawn from that previous movie. But it's uh, it's one of the best Bond movies, I think, in this series. I mean, he's done, Daniel Craig's done some, uh, the first one, the third one, and the fifth one are certainly my favorite. And uh, it's a really good finale. So It does seeing. have one of my, one of my kind of favorite low-key characters or actors in it, uh, Jeffrey Wright, um, who, who played uh, Felix leader in it he's a, he's a black guy who uh he was in um trying he's to think, been a, uh he was in uh the Westworld Hunger Games Westworld yes yeah he's actually French. a recurring character in the in this in Daniel Craig's okay. Bond uh he was in the first one he was in uh the second one I don't think he was in the third or fourth but you know he comes back in this one he plays a, yeah. an American CIA agent so something uh, about him really I, I really love everything I've ever seen him do. Just I, I don't know what it is about him specifically, but every character he's ever yeah. done, I'm like, oh my god, this guy kills it. I love this dude. He was what he was in What If in in the cartoon. Oh, was he? Was his he? voice right <laughs> off. I was like, oh my god, that's him. His yeah, character so. arc in season one of Westworld, I think, is brilliant. I don't. Yes. I mean, he did a good acting job, but I think it was some of the writing that really made that. Yeah. So I agree with you on that. So, yeah. I I 100 agree with you on that. Awesome. All right. Well, that's another one that's a uh, that's not streaming at this point, so it's too new. That's um, you know. You I, I just I gotta say that's all. I think I've talked about all my six. I did come from away, mayor of of Easttown. Uh, I talked about mayor of Easttown. Yeah, the father, no time to die, succession, and Bill Burnham. So the rest is just gonna be my honorable mentions. So okay. Uh, did you have anything on Amazon? Just curious on Amazon Prime. Uh, I had it in my meh list. I watched uh, Tomorrow World. <laughs> okay, that's funny because that's on my uh, things. I can't wait to watch. Oh, okay, I thought it was meh. <laughs> meh. Okay. Um, no, I, I could see it. I could see that. I mean, I, everything I look at, I go, "Oh, that looks like a good." But I, I, I know that there's potential. It'd be. I shitty. watched it when there was a week we weren't sure what we were going to podcast on, and that was one of the options. Nice. So I watched it and I. I kind of watch like, you know, I'm not gonna push for this one because this isn't. It, right. it's, it's sloppy. It's kind of all over the place. It it's it's not bad, but and you might enjoy it if you want. If you want a popcorn movie, yeah, it's it's good. I watched it okay. with Cindy, and it's popcorn. So I have worthy. I have two things I wanted. Well, there's a couple things I wanted to talk about on on Amazon just just in case. Not not all of them are 2021. Uh, one for sure is uh, the new series called Wheel of Time. Which oh, was based on Robert that. Jordan. I, yeah, I haven't seen that, but yeah, it's a Robert yeah. Jordan books. Uh, I I read these back in the '90s, um, and then I just recently restarted listening to them on audiobooks again, and uh, so we started watching the series. And I am so highly disappointed in them. These are a fucking meh to me for <laughs> sure. Um, but Alyssa, who hasn't read the books, actually enjoyed them. So I think it's one of those things is if you don't know anything about the books, you might enjoy the series. 
if you know anything about the books, you're probably going to be like, what the fuck is this? Give me something to throw. I can't stand this fucking bullshit, um, which is where I'm at. And uh, I've gone on to Reddit, and I've read some stuff, and, and it's pretty much the same thing. The people that are, are heavily followers of the books are like, this is the worst crap I've ever seen. This is the worst adaptation of a book that I've can ever been in, like done. Um, so that's that's my personal opinion of it. If you haven't read the books... It might be worth it. It's it's kind of an interesting series, kind of a good, cool thing. Um, some of the other stuff that was out was uh, I know The Boys is on there on on Amazon. Um, very season very three, fun. right? Season three came out this year or the last year, twenty twenty one. Yeah, yeah. Super super fun. I think no, season two. Only season two came out. I don't oh, think okay. there was a season three yet. Uh, but real fun comic adaptation. Very once again kind of content you gotta got got away it a little bit but a very interesting take on superheroes uh invincible another cool take on a different idea of superheroes but it's also animated um if that's if if you if you like animated or can deal with animation it's it's a fun superhero uh journey real real quick and easy now this is this is a thing for me that is Guilty pleasure. Oh my god, I love this. If you haven't watched this, you really should. If you enjoy uh, primetime type TV, there's a show called Eureka. I think <laughs> it came out in like 2004, 2006, something like that. Such a good series. It's like a four season, five season series. So much fun. I've you, watched it now you three can, times. You through. convinced me to, to watch. I think I watched the first season uh, years ago. Um, yeah. So, and it it's. It's you've got to you've got to say okay this is TV this is not yeah this isn't uh, we're, we've been spoiled recently with a lot of the Netflix Netflix productions <laughs> true, these, true, where they true. put a lot in into the writing and everything <laughs> like that it's still it's a it's a weekly series that that comes out yes. and so you kind of get that old school style of of uh, the next episode that's like mm-hmm. what, are, what are these characters gonna it's like a Scooby Doo what are the characters <laughs> gonna get into next you know um, yes. but uh, but it was very. Uh, inventive and uh, magical. It was an interesting exactly. concept. Yeah, I, I I really this is one of my favorite. Like this was to me like the new. This was the 2006 version of Cheers that Cheers was back in the day. <laughs> you know, it's like I really really enjoy this. Uh, I when we sat down and watched it again, we watched we we binged it from episode one all the way through all five seasons again, and enjoyed all of it. Did did not. Okay, since you mentioned Cheers, I'm going to segue into uh, a series <laughs> with Kristen Bell, and and I say Cheers because uh, because Ted Danson was in Cheers, and he was also in The Good Place, which is a fun yes. series on uh, that Kristen Bell is in. But Kristen Bell, this is actually something I'm looking forward to, and I don't know if you've seen the trailer, but I there's a there's a I don't know if it's a series or a movie, but it's called The Woman in the House Across the Street from the Girl in the Window, and. I watched the trailer and the trailer is so the, the the first trailer that dropped is so effective in leaving people keep uh, you know convinced that this is a movie or a series that takes itself seriously. You read the YouTube comments and people are like, "What the fuck is this shit?" You know, I can't I'm I'm tired, but it it's actually there's comedy involved. It's just so much so subtle. I mean, you could tell in the title. People were were teasing about the title. 
but that's part of the joke is that it's it's kind of making fun of a lot of these movies though you know the the girl in the window or the you know yeah the, 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 you know and this called the woman in the house across the street from the girl in the window <laughs> Kristen bell who was in veronica mars and good place and and frozen if, if for our for our young audience uh she oh, played yeah, yeah. the voice of of the, of the lead in frozen um it it looks uh, interesting. I don't think it's dropped yet, so I'm not. I I don't. I don't know if it's actually any good, but it's it's on my it's on my looking forward to list. Awesome. All right. There's <laughs> one other streaming service that that I I subscribe to that I don't know if you do, but Hulu. Yeah, I didn't. Well, I mean, there's Disney too, but okay. I the, my only mention of Hulu was was in a. Uh, I mentioned I I referenced Fargo in one of them because I already mentioned that I was interested in seeing landscapers. And, mm -hmm. uh, one of the reasons I'm excited about landscapers is because it's got Olivia Coleman, but it's also got, uh, David, uh, Thulis, who, who is, you might know from uh, Harry Potter. He was, uh, Remus Lupin. He was in, oh, okay. you know, he was the instructor that, you know, befriended Harry that in, in, uh, the third, yeah. uh, prisoner yeah, of Azkaban. He became, and, he became yeah. the werewolf. He's also in Fargo season three, and Fargo's, you know, uh, he's I, also the main villain in Wonder Woman. That's true. He, he is in Wonder Darius. Woman. But in Fargo season three, which is available on Hulu, and I highly recommend <laughs> if you liked if you liked the movie Fargo from the Coen Brothers, um, Fargo. Fargo. I saw I saw season one, season two, season three, all this last year. They all came out prior, so I don't. They're not on my list. But yeah, in season three, uh, David Thewlis plays this, you know, this character. They they make his teeth kind of a, a a a running gag where he's got these gross, really gross teeth, and they like show him eating food and stuff like that. But in Landscapers, his character kind of reminds me of his character in, in Fargo. So that was my tie into Hulu because I didn't I didn't actually have any Hulu series on my list. But that's fine. Uh, but uh, Fargo is available on Hulu. So check it out. So <laughs> I'm going to there's there's some guilty pleasures again for me on on um, Hulu. And one of the things in, in right off the bat, like uh, one of the things I watch as it comes out, like live TV, not it's it's the you know Hulu does a lot of like uh, broadcast the day after it, it's live. Right. So there's a show show called The Voice where it's a singing singing show, uh, you know, and it's one of those ones that me and my wife watch, and she loves it, and and I deal with it. And <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> you said that no. so casually. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I almost I missed probably... it. <laughs> I, I probably wouldn't watch it if she wasn't so into it, but I, I mean, I get into it myself I, I had, a little bit. I but. had a, a, one of my coworkers that used to try to get me to watch the, the voice and he was, he would, he would promote it. And I'd just be kind of like nodding. I was like, yeah, that's nice. But, you know, <laughs> deep inside it's like, God, no, I have, I have no desire to watch any yeah. of these, uh, any of these, uh, you know, it, it's reality one of the only... TV fame yeah. shows you know that are all about it's the only one that i can really stomach for the most part okay. and i think it's because it's 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 really done well they get some great singers uh blake shelton's on it um kelly clarkson and i love the dynamics of those two that they have and in, in some of the stuff they do it's it's a it's a fun show if she didn't watch it i probably would watch something else so but i have a lot of other guilty pleasures and, and i'm going to bring this back to one that um <laughs> The original reason I bought or I, I subscribed to Hulu, God, fuck, 10 years ago, probably maybe eight, nine years ago, there's a show called Misfits. 
and it's a superhero show um, done out of uh, 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 the UK. And so this is like one of the early, early, and it's one of those ones where it's kind of like, it's not the greatest production. It's low budget, but it is fucking fun. <laughs> and it's it's kind of like I am. There's it, nothing wrong with low budget. I mean, you think Doctor yeah. Who? It's 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 ridiculously low budget, but it's but it's it's all about the writing and the the. Cover. Yeah, and I think yeah. that's what this is. It it's it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a, a a weird superhero. Like a storm happens and these guys get powers and and the way they deal with. And I don't know if it's because of the accents. I fucking love <laughs> accents. And because they all have the hard, you know, some of them got the really Cockney accent and, and really get deep into it. And some, I just, I had so much fun with it. But this is one of the shows with Hulu that I've watched years and years ago, and, and I thought it was fabulous. Um, now, coming now for, further, uh, earlier, uh, so this is another one, kind of like um, Eureka. There was a show called Raising Hope that, oh, that was sure. out. Oh, sure, sure. No, that had uh, the woman from uh, Goonies. Yep. And, uh... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so that's also on Hulu right now, and uh, we 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 uh, once again did the full eighty-eight episode binge from one through Holy eighty-eight. Shit. Wow, <laughs> I know, and it is so worth it because it is so fucking mind-numbingly fun, and you can turn your brain off and just laugh and enjoy. Um, it's another one of those that like these are I love having a show like this to go to <laughs> right this, with Alyssa with my wife Alyssa that we can just like hey let's go lay in bed we'll turn on the show you know uh, you know whatever we snuggle up and, and kind of watch the show until we get too tired and fall asleep or whatever and and I mentioned whatever so uh, <laughs> but wink, it's wink. a great okay, show gotcha. <laughs> yeah I mean that was that was Big Bang Theory that was you know everything we've we've you know, it's nice to have a series that you can kind of go through. Raising Hope, Eureka are kind of good shows like that. Um, there's there's a couple other things on Hulu that I really enjoyed, and this is this is a pure pure Noah pick, and I, I I would never expect Steve to watch this, but if if you are a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle fan, they have the 2012 series, uh, the animated series on on Hulu. And it is one of those that it's like, <laughs> it's not the original, but it's fucking good. It is. It's one of those is like, they they take it to the next level, and it yeah. was it was really fun. And I hadn't watched it before, so I I've done that and I've binged that, and it's it's one of those ones is I'm I'm glad I did. Did I ever tell you how I was first introduced to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Um, it was so. in it was in college, so this was you know when did when did it come out? Was it? Which which part that it was the nine eighty six was the the first or eighty seven was the the cartoon. Okay, well, uh, the I, comics I'll, were in eighty four. The movie okay. was nineteen ninety. Well, I went. I was in the dorms, so it was my first year of college, and that would have been eighty eight, eighty nine. Okay, um, so that would have been a cartoon. And I remember visiting, uh, you know, someone's dorm room, and one of the guys there was I don't know if he was an art major, or if he was just really good at at drawing. But he had done some drawings and he had, you know, he was really good at, uh, you know, muscle style, uh -huh. you know, where you, like, like a lot of superhero style where you draw the muscles and get, you know, get that really good. And he had 
Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, oh, that's really, probably from the comics. Really good artwork. And I was just like, oh my God, it's, it's you know, these are turtles. These <laughs> look amazing. And uh, that was my introduction to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And, and so oh, that's it, funny. It, was, it was, you know, sparked by just really good animation, that really good uh, drawing that I'd seen from a from So a that was college, probably you know? from, that's someone that probably followed the comics because the comics were very much like that. They were, they were, the turtles in the cartoons were kind of goofy and small and, and you know, but, right. but the comic books were very detailed and stuff like that. And, and that's where a lot of like the, the tattoo I got is very much sure. a muscular turtle. You got that a would, nice would, tattoo would... for that. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I good. love it. I can't wait. I, <laughs> I actually have a, I have a blank skateboard coming that I'm getting ready to I'm gonna paint <laughs> a turtle uh, seam on it. And, and uh, yeah, I'm getting ready to get back into skateboarding crazy as that sounds as being 50 <laughs> i got on uh, uh, i got on hulu today just to see if there was anything that i wanted <laughs> to talk about and the first thing you know the big banner that came up was uh that series called this is us which i i've I, heard people talk about it but yeah, i never watched it i've it I watched like the first me. episode the reason i watched the first episode is because every time it's mentioned uh when i'm i'm back you know home where i grew up with my mom she was a uh teacher she uh her one of her students was was a lead that's on this series. I, I don't know which oh, okay. one because I've, I haven't really watched it. But uh, if there's any This Is Us fans and they're interested, I can I can uh, you know <laughs> you know email us at the dot hwsi dot podcast dot at gmail dot com and uh, I will find out which which person she uh, she uh, nice. taught taught. She was a, a sixth grade elementary school teacher. Oh, that's she, funny. So. Gate program. I mean, Hulu has some interesting. I mean, they're tied to Disney, so they they get some you know some stuff. But uh, I've always used them for like the day after kind of um, you know network stuff. Um, it looks like they've got that Tommy Lee and uh, Pam and Tommy Lee uh, show coming out. Pam and so. Tommy, that's actually on my looking forward to list. I'm really and that's nice. and and uh, Tommy <laughs> is played by uh, Bucky Barnes and yeah. Uh, and and, it, and and Pam, <laughs> I mentioned uh, Baby Driver earlier. I can't remember her name, but she's uh, it's the same uh, actress from Baby Driver. Um, yeah. It looks, it, I I just liked I like it was it was the same uh, filmmaker uh, uh, director that did the movie that uh, Margot Robbie starred in about the about the ice skater that um, you know that clocked. Oh the, the uh, oh that is oh god what is uh, Tanya Harding yeah and the, the Tanya Harding movie I can't remember what it's called but he directed that one too and so it's it's kind of fitting that he's kind of continuing that the or I say he but it might be a she I don't I don't know uh, is uh, directing something that's kind of the same sort of a controversial story <laughs> that breaks and it looks like it's got a really interesting take on it yeah and it's even I remember Seth, Peter uh, Dinklage has a great he has a big role in this too right. Peter Dinglish. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> um, one of the other, uh, there's another thing on 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 uh, Hulu. Um, I don't know if you ever watched Letterkenny. I say you ever heard of Letter Letterkenny? Nope, never even heard of it. So it sounds like a, you're slurring a, your words. <laughs> I know it, it's Canadian, so that's supposed to sound like that. Um, so. <laughs> It's a, it's kind of a, I think it started off as a YouTube thing, but it's like these, these backcountry Canadian folk sitting, you know, and then it's just, it's just low budget comedy kind of stuff. 
and a uh, lot of a uh, lot of uh, Canadian sayings and just speaking and um, it just it's funny. It it it's it's very interesting. Like like I, this is one that I know Alyssa wouldn't like because it's also lowbrow humor a little bit. But it's it and it's it's just one of those that you kind of got to watch it. I don't know how else to explain it. Is it? But it's funny, and a lot of people love it. Um, one of the the guys, Letterkenny, I think I think is his last name is Letterkenny. He's just a kind of a farmer kind of a bruiser badass in in the neighborhood and he's always fighting with people but it's him and his buddies sitting around and his sister and they're just talking about stuff but the way they talk to each other it's funny um just the kind of shit they say and once again accents it's got that (laughs) fucking heavy heavy canadian accent a lot of a's and a lot of yo's and you know it's it's kind of half wisconsin half you know it just very very funny we gotta do uh, bob so and look, doug mckenzie one of these oh my ha- god halloweens and we can like try to do our research on the on the canadian accents and <laughs> oh my god we got it yeah the great white north and, yeah. and um you know uh, uh strange brew sure i mean i don't know i don't know how we haven't done strange brew yet you know with with being brewers ourselves I, just... I, we had a eight track tape back in the day <laughs> that had uh it was a it was a Bob and Doug McKenzie comedy show, but I remember it had Giddy Lee from Rush who sang uh, Take Off to the Great White North. Like, you know, (laughs) yeah, we've got Giddy Lee from Rush. How's it going? You know, and and they, and they they break into this whole rendition of uh, Take Off to the Great White North. I gotta, I I remember listening. It was on eight tracks. So that's legit. Oh, that's hilarious. (laughs) I just, that ages you so much. Yeah. If we have anybody under 30, they're what? <laughs> what? I know. Well, yeah, if we no. do Bob and Doug McKenzie, they were going to look at us and go, who? What? <laughs> yes. No, I, I think we should do Strange Brew just because that is such a Oh, as a podcast. Part. Yeah. We can even dress the part. <laughs> <laughs> and we can do the intro. Yeah, no. Take off, eh? You hoser. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, such a good one. Um, the other, there's a couple other things I had listed down for Hulu. One of them was Gifted, which is an MCU that I don't think is in our MCU list because it's not considered canon, but it, it's a pretty decent uh, Marvel takeoff series. It, it deals with uh, mutants and stuff like that. Um, Motherland, which is a kind of uh, female centric witch based dystopia kind of new world where where magic is real and stuff like that i it's it's one of those you're into fantasy and stuff like that it's kind of cool um and then the other one which i found really interesting was it as a new kind of a a young teenage kind of a comedy called uh reservoir uh reservation dogs and it's uh oh it's yeah a, a, a group of four kids from a reservation and just kind of their day-to-day i've heard good things shenanigans yeah i i i've gotten halfway through it i think and i really enjoy it it's a lot of fun it's not one of those ones that i i run back to the tv to have to watch but it's one of those ones if i like i think about it when i got nothing to do on the couch i'll i'll throw it on and i do enjoy it so Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of what Hulu really is. Is is like, hmm, I got nothing better to do. Let's throw these on. Because, you, you know, we talk about watching all this stuff, and I, I gotta say, I'm actually reading a book right now. <laughs> I'm not, you know, I uh, maybe yeah. I'm maybe I'm showing off a little bit, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I got you know you mentioned you mentioned a book earlier about the the gosh it was this it was a book series that 
that turned into a, a film series that you oh yeah yeah the, the his materials his dark materials his, okay well i'm reading a, a current uh book right now that was actually recommended by alicia she uh she said uh if i because i was telling her about a mystery that i had just read and, and she said hey if you like mysteries check this one out and i think this will act i i, I read uh, briefly that Spielberg might have picked it up so it might eventually turn into oh, a geez. movie but it's called The Thursday Murder Club and it's oh I did <laughs> it's delightful yeah I mentioned it on a text a couple days ago because uh, yeah yeah you, uh, but uh, so so it's it's not always easy when we're watching all this content to be able to fit a book in but I right. but, but it's nice it's nice um, it, it, it sometimes it's hard to retrain your brain to be able to read too but but I, I like to read. I, it always takes me a long time to get into a book. But once I get about, you know, 25% in, if I'm hooked, you can't stop me. I'll just keep reading. Yeah, you know, it's great. So <laughs> so Thursday Murder Club, that came out in 2020. I think there was another uh, book that came out in 2021, and that all, which is the same characters. Um, it's a, it's an old folks home where they solve murders it, and, and, oh, you and, they, and, tell me about that. and they manipulate the, uh, the, the, they're very clever on how to manipulate the, the police force into giving them the information so that they can help solve the case. It, it's, it's really, I, I would, I'm going to use this word that is going to sound weird, but it's delightful. <laughs> it's, really, it's really delightful to, to see, you know, dealing with murder content and these, these, um, elderly characters trying to manipulate young, uh, police force, uh, people, but it's, uh, it sounds wonderful. It's, it's funny that you talk about a book. Cause, uh, that's actually one of the things I was able to do over the last, uh, week was, uh, I listened to another audio book, um, which I don't get <laughs> nice. to do a lot because I try, I listen to a lot of podcasts, uh, getting ready for our, whatever we're covering. And so it, it's kind of refreshing every once in a while to kind of get back into a book. And funny enough, it was that Wheel of Time series. I'm a, I was on like book three or four of that, which is like a 14 book series. I think that's I what know. I thought you were talking about earlier when I said the book you were talking about. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Wheel of Time is one too. Yeah, yeah. His Dark Materials, Wheel of Time are both from series. Uh, Wheel of Time is one I've read. I've never read the Golden Compass, but... Uh, series but it sounds like it, it it would be a really fun one cindy read that i think she read the whole there was a series or something like that that was a while yeah yeah it, it's like a it's uh at least a three book series might be more um hey did we talk about disney plus we kind of briefly talked about we Marvel and we, stuff, but i don't think yeah, we've actually we, included any content that let, we let's talk we, about it real maybe quick. bilbo fett i mentioned boba fett but yeah uh, boba fett. but i've got but i've got a couple movies that i can mention they both make my meh category, though. Okay, <laughs> so, let's hear about it. So, um, Encanto that just came out uh, this last <laughs> month. It's a, it's a uh, uh, animated musical. The animation is very similar to Mulan. If you're familiar with the 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 digital animation in Mulan, which is a really good movie, but this one, yes, this one has good music. Uh, original songs by Lin Manuel uh, Miranda. Uh, who's got a lot of fame from uh, the uh, Hamilton? Um, okay, uh, but uh, but the story is a little uneven, and the characters are very one-dimensional. In fact, it's 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 annoying sometimes how their their character, you know, their decisions suddenly, ch you know, you think they're one thing, and then suddenly they change to another. And, and there's there's not much depth into what makes 
them you know what what moves them what forward. drives them yeah what yeah. what drives them it's it's a it's a i remember the first act i was like oh man disney knows how to tell a story but <laughs> but it just got a little too mixed up and it seemed like the ending was was too rushed and i knew what they were going for but they just didn't deliver the message very well it's really good animation it's beautiful but uh-huh. uh i think the story um gets too muddled um okay good, good music i like the songs i think they're catchy uh but uh i, I keep saying but and that's not a good song <laughs> <laughs> you know, you so, know i watched a trailer and it didn't have anything that sparked my interest i so, think it's a clever this- it's a clever idea this idea of you know everyone having these these gifts and one person just being overlooked uh and uh so i was hopeful that that the the kind of resolution would resonate a bit more. And mm. I do think they had a resolution, but they didn't make it resonate quite well, quite, quite enough to make it, make the movie uh, gotcha. stand up, you know, it kind of right. uh, didn't quite work, but so I don't, right. I don't necessarily recommend that. <laughs> I got another What's one. That if you got some, what? I no, I didn't have anything specifically on Marvel other. I mean, we, we've no, I'm we've not talking Marvel. Marvel. I, I haven't, or, or, or I don't, Disney, I don't have, but, yeah, Disney. I don't have anything in Marvel in my list just because that's. Oh, I mean, that... <laughs> other other than Marvel, I mean, I I spent a lot of time on Disney. I mean, I was home one day uh, a little ill from work, and I watched Black Widow, Shang Chi, and all of Hawkeye. So, but, but the I thing mean... about Mar- all the all the stuff, most of the stuff on Disney we've been watching, we've got dedicated podcasts on it. So yeah. I didn't want to. I didn't yes, want to go into that. That's what I'm saying is so most of what I have from Disney is the Marvel stuff that we've co- covered. There's not too much that I've really gone deep into other oh. than going back and visiting some of the old school stuff. But yeah. Okay, I'll throw one out, which this is one that uh, another one that Alicia recommended that didn't quite stand up. I think it, I think I was my expectations were a little too high, but this is Jungle Cruise with uh, oh, with right, uh, The right. Rock, Dwayne Johnson and um the, uh, That's from, right. She said she really liked that one. Yeah. What was the quiet? They actually dressed up as as the two leads on Halloween. Yeah. Uh, and and it's 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 fun. It's a it's a it's a well made movie. I think it just gets a little muddled, and in the end, it doesn't stand up on its own as anything very original. So well, I mean, that's that's kind of par for the course with the rock you know you know what i really liked though is the was the villain he's the redheaded uh he, he he's in uh breaking bad uh he's um, of course he is no but you I, love the breaking bad i, I it's not the i said the breaking bad but he's in breaking <laughs> bad I, I, uh but uh and i and i can't think of his name he's in the uh the new movie with uh dr strange what was it uh dog um shit Oh, uh, Cumberbatch. Oh, the, yeah. the, the dog, the dog one. Yeah. <laughs> he's in that movie too. Sorry. <laughs> he's in the dog one. Um, but anyway, he plays a villain in this. Um, and I actually really enjoyed him. He's a German, uh, villain that drives a submarine down the, down the that Nile Ed- or wherever they're, uh, Edgar R- Ramirez. Um, that the, the... No, that doesn't sound right. But then I don't think I know. I don't think I know his name. So, Oh, well, okay. That's not going to help any then. Yeah. But if anyone's seen Breaking Bad, he's in, you know, I think he's in the final season of Breaking Bad as this 
uh, you know, redheaded. Uh, he was also in the uh, when they returned to Breaking Bad with uh, Jesse's character recently in that movie. I think I mentioned on one of our podcasts. Um, he's in that too. But um, he was fun. He's he's this he he's he speaks broken English with uh, a German you know heavy German accent and uh, uh, he's silly and and a fun villain. So I think. He stands out as something original from this series, but overall, it's it's good, but it's just not that that original. Gotcha. So if you yeah, want to no. just have a good time, I think it, <laughs> I think it it does it does deliver, but uh, not too much beyond that. Okay. Yeah, no, I haven't seen that one yet. Um, like I said, most of the time when I jump on Disney, I'm going straight to Marvel. Um, <laughs> that's, that's my go-to. I. I like I said, I came home sick uh, back in December, right before we got off for vacation, because I had got my booster shot and I was feeling kind of a lot of muscle pain. So I came home and kind of, you know, wimped out and laid on the couch. <laughs> I literally watched Black Widow, Shang Chi, and all of uh, Hawkeye, like just straight. I mean, I, I mean, I I took some naps in between. You you know, but you I literally watched all of that. You mentioned this when I uh, two years ago when I got the the shingles in my ear and I got the Ramsey Hunt syndrome and my yeah. face all went frozen on one side. It was anyway that weekend. Um, uh, it my family. This was actually a few months before two years ago, so it was like November because my family went off to an early Thanksgiving with. And I was you. planning on going, but it's like, no, I'm too sick. I think I have an ear infection. <laughs> I thought I had an ear infection and said I had shingles. But um, I that was when Disney Plus first came out. And all I did over the weekend was watch what was watch content on Disney Plus. It was yep. Star Wars. It was uh, Mandalorian. It was uh, there was this <laughs> there was this series. Who's the guy from uh, your favorite Thor movie? Um, oh, Chris Holmesworth. No, but uh, who's the bad oh, guy? Loki. Uh, no, the bad. No, in in your favorite in uh, in three. Ragnarok. In, Ragnarok. Who's the who's the guy that uh, runs the planet? Uh, oh, oh, you're uh, oh, you're talking about the um, Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum, exactly. Who I saw in concert at at uh, Bottle Rock uh, the year before. That's funny because I it was great. I, I don't he, know if there's really a villain in three. I know, but, but he but, he kind of is a villain. Yeah. He kills people very nonchalantly with his with his. <laughs> he thought it was something wand. else. I know, but anyway, he uh, uh, oh, did he? He didn't do that. On, he, he did it on purpose. He no, did. I think. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, He's but, got a uh, sex barge though. That's all. It's good. Why was I thinking of of Jeff Goldblum? Because you were saying, oh, because he he did the 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 Earth special that was on Disney. Yes, when it exactly. The, when I was watching Disney Plus, he did a he did a special, and I watched a couple <laughs> episodes while I was sitting there sick. Uh, oh yeah, with no shingles. So so I had the same experience as you did. Just I I get it. I I remember as a kid <laughs> sitting on the couch watching that. The TV is a great nurse. Right. It, it just, it's something about it. it. it just, I couldn't it move. I was on my side <laughs> and I was suffering from, uh, uh, what is it when you can't, vertigo? When you vertigo. And so I couldn't move. And uh, it was like, okay, if I just stay still and watch Disney Plus. At least you had Disney Plus and not like just something like Hulu or something like that. I mean, Disney <laughs> Plus was definitely a, a, a good one for it you. It was the that. new I kid mean, on the block at the time. So it was. HBO Max would have been the next best one to have after that, I, I would have to say. So, uh, well, good. I, you know, I don't know if you've covered all of your, 
looking forward to watch. I've got things. no. I've got a couple more I want to add. All right. Well, let's let's start throwing those out there. Well, since we're at Disney Plus, I'll mention Obi Wan, whatever the Obi Wan series. I don't know what it's called, oh, yeah, but yeah. Uh, with you and McGregor, I know that's coming soon. But I don't think they've <laughs> given a date, uh, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, one of my most uh, looking forward to series. I, I'm not. I can't. I can't recall what what platform it's coming on. I think I watched the previous seasons on Netflix, but uh, it's Better Call Saul. We we were just talking about Breaking oh, Bad. Right. And season four is coming. I think they have split it up. They've split up season four into, into two parts. But, you know, we reviewed uh, what was the other one with uh, with the main character. Uh, that was we, nobody. You, nobody. And, you know, he had a heart attack on the set a, a few months after that. You know, oh, this really? year, while they were shooting Better Call Saul season, the, the, the final season, season four. Interesting. And uh, actually, I don't know if it's season four. It might be season five. Was it before or after nobody? Because I, after. I knew. Really? After he went and there was a big fear that he might not make it, but uh, he recovered. He went back to the, you know, it took, took, he took like a month or two off and went back to the set and, uh, I remember when we were doing Nobody, they were talking about he got in a lot, really good shape for that. And yeah, so no, that's kind of interesting. It was after we did Nobody. So, um, so yeah, that was pretty harrowing, but uh, he Crazy. pulled through. And I don't think they've wrapped, maybe they've wrapped wrapped it. But, but what's interesting about this is this is the final season. So it's kind of got a lead up to it's, it's a, the whole series of better call Saul is considered a prequel to breaking bad. So all these characters, you know, go into breaking bad from here. I think there's a little bit of overlap, but, um, but I'm, I'm really excited to see how it plays (laughs) out. So that's, that's one of my big, um, things I'm looking forward to this, this year. Uh, I don't think they've dropped a release date, but it it should be, they should let let us know pretty soon. Um, right. We mentioned Cobra Kai that just dropped. I'm looking forward to that. Hell's yeah. Um, Upload. Did you ever watch Upload on? Uh, was it Netflix? No. Yeah, I know. I know what you're talking about, but no, I haven't watched. It's it. that afterlife series. It's like before yeah. you die, they are able to harness your your soul or whatever your essence and and upload yeah, and it to a digital it environment and... until they come up with some way of of restoring you. Um, and yeah, season no, I one, it, it's a really clever, interesting series, and it and it got greenlit for a second season. Okay. It took them a little while. They've already wrapped. I think it wrapped months ago, but they haven't announced when when season two is going to come out. So, but I'm looking forward to seeing that uh, whenever it does drop. Okay. And I've got one more show I'm looking forward to on Apple Plus, Apple TV. Is it Apple Plus? Apple TV Plus. Apple TV. Okay. Um, Apple TV. And uh, that's uh, the new Joel Cohen directed series. And I say Joel because typically it's the Cohen brothers, but this is like the, I think Ethan Cohen has retired and Joel Cohen is, is still making, uh, he's the one, they did Fargo and Raising Arizona and all sorts yeah, of, yeah, some yeah. of my favorite stuff. But they did a, or Joel did a uh, uh, Shakespeare Macbeth. It, it looks very stark oh. and it's got Denzel Washington playing the lead and Francis McDormand as his, Is it, uh, was there the another, another one that just came out that was something like that? Like, uh, well, it's already Shakespeare? been, I think it's already been released in, in oh, okay. limited theater, theatrical release, but it comes on Apple plus in, in a couple weeks. 
Okay, because I've been hearing about it, a lot of stuff about it, and maybe yeah. okay, maybe that's what it is. Nice. So, yeah. No, I'm up. I'm up for that. That sounds it's, good. But it looks like it's it's done in kind of a theatrical way. The sets are very stark. Um, a lot of not a lot like of, that uh, Romeo and Juliet that uh, Caprio was involved. No. In. <laughs> yeah. Right. No. It looks very uh, very avant garde. Not okay. You know. So if if it you know pinky out might be the call. I don't know. <laughs> but it, I mean, it's it's Shakespeare, so it doesn't necessarily. Right. Uh, need to have all the backdrop of of reality it can just play off the words of of william himself you know and <laughs> right i've always yeah well that yeah no I'm, I'm all for that that's cool uh some some of the stuff i'm looking forward to stranger things uh season four you know um, i never saw cool. all of stranger things season three so i kind of got a little okay. lost in, I, in the middle I mean, of that I'm still all into it. I think it's a great show. Uh, season three is definitely the the least encompassing of the four, the three before. Or, you know, the whole it, it it's it's starting to run its its length. Like, uh, you know, I don't think anybody was like chomping at the bit after three, going, "Oh my god, we gotta have a season four. But I think when when four hits, people will be back into it because it right. is such a good show. Um, Cobra Kai. You know, we mentioned that. Right. I I actually have watched the first like two or three episodes and i'm like oh my god i is like like i love cobra kai so good it's it, it's yeah. kind of you say it, you you've been talking guilty pleasures and that's that's something i oh it's full-on guilty pleasure because to me it's very campy and so oh, it is I roll, my eye, I roll my eyes and go well i'm gonna keep watching the next episode because it love, is it's it, there's certain nostalgia to it that i can't get it, enough it, of and that's 100 percent <laughs> what it is it is not great acting it is not great writing it is not a great story but I something never, about I it i never saw karate kid 3 or the new <laughs> karate kid so i have a feeling that that's the territory we're getting into so i think it is i think the nostalgia might wear off in my in my it, this uh, one book. this one the the one we're coming up on it does you have to have watched i think it's i think it's three where where he uh uh larusso becomes a cobra kai yeah you have to <laughs> i i've watched it it's not good it, you got to get into that but it it's the show is there's it is so bullshit there's so much teen <laughs> drama but it is so fucking fun at the same yeah. time yeah um and i think that's what it is um, as far as Amazon comes up, I'm looking forward to the the new Reacher series. Uh, you know, I know that's a that's a book that a lot of people have talked about, and I've heard people tell me tell so many times that Reacher books are so good. So there's a new series coming out. Uh, Tom Clancy's Without Remorse is another one, and I, I was looking forward to Tomorrow War till I got a mm, from you. So we'll, <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Um, uh, I I have been trying to watch Fargo. On, on Hulu, so I'm about most of the way through season one on that. So I, I'm looking forward to to continuing that that watch. Each season is a whole different show. Yeah, so. I understand that, but I just I, I know I've been talking about it for a while and been wanting to watch for a while. So when I get some time alone and I don't have anything else that's so good or a new Marvel thing going, I I'll, I'll I'll try and throw some Fargo on. And then talking about Disney, I mean, there's there's a whole year of Marvel. Uh, and Disney Plus coming stuff. Uh, I'm not as excited about the the Star Wars stuff. I mean, I I know Boba Fett is out. The book of Boba Fett is out, and I haven't even watched any of it yet because I'm just meh. But Boba <laughs> Boba Fett is not one of my favorite characters. But I am super stoked for 
uh, the new She-Hulk coming out and any other series, uh, the new the new Mar- Marvel movies and stuff like that. So sure. uh, I'm I'm all about that on Disney Plus and, and uh, you know, Spider-Man. I can't wait for that to hit Disney Plus because I'm going to watch that three or four more times. Uh, are we going to podcast about Spider-Man ahead of time or are we going to wait? Uh, I believe we will. Because <laughs> um, <I, laughs> it sounds like we might even be if we do if we do it soon, then it's going to. It's going to come before we even talk about Far From Home. It's going to be like... I, I think it's going to, no matter what, because yeah. we've got about four or five weeks of some series before we even get into the other sets People of are still going to the theater and seeing it, so it's worth it. It is so good. So good that... Uh, I, I'm not going to say... I, I, I will flat out say I don't believe it is the best Marvel movie, but it is good. So, so what do you believe is the best Marvel movie, Mr. Overton here? <laughs> uh, I know people are expecting me to say Ragnarok, but I'm not going to say Ragnarok. Okay, well then I don't want to hear it. I want to. We'll save it till the <laughs> till the big finale when we uh, we all come to you yeah. with our recap of of, of our three years I, I, of Marvel uh, podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but no, I mean it is it is really good. I just I. I don't believe it is the best one, but I think for what it is, it is incredible. I think it is it is gaining a lot of um, uh, momentum from the fact that people were so starved for a good theatrical release of something that it in and to get out to 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 back to some normal that that's why <laughs> yeah. it's doing as oh as well God. as it is. Yeah, and I bet a lot of people are going back and watching the uh, Andrew Garfield. Spider-Man's after he, you know, sure. he, you know, he melted our hearts with his, uh, with his appearance in this one. It, I mean, both of them, uh, spoiler alerts. If you haven't seen Spider-Man no way home, I'm sorry, but this is, this, I mean, it, both of those Spider-Man are the older Spider-Mans are in it. Tobey Maguire and, and Andrew Garfield and both of them kill it. Yeah. So, and, uh, and I, I mentioned this when we were talking on new year's Eve, but, uh, you know, we podcast on Ghostbusters Afterlife, and my big criticism <laughs> right. was was how they utilized the 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 returning characters from the original series, and that's what they did so well in Spider Man uh, No Way Home is is they took these characters from the original series, and they weren't cameos; they weren't just like right. you know they show up and save the day, and we're done. It was they still had a story arc. And yes, it, I agree uh, with you 100 yeah. percent on that. I still don't think good. that that Ghostbusters was bad, and I think what they did with what they did was good. I but talked I about a lot of good things in Ghostbusters. I just yeah, said I no, I, I <laughs> but I agree with you. I agree with you that Spider Man did it better. Yeah, but I also think that the story, the way they were doing it, led better to that. But that's you know the story writing thing that Ghostbusters could have been written better. Yeah, or was maybe or, or maybe the the actors had to buy into it a little bit more so that the. The writers yeah. could, could uh, well, encourage okay. them to actually act and not just show up. But we're also out. talking about actors that are 30 to 40 years older than, I mean, even Tobey Maguire. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so they're not going to get out and do too much. I mean, Bill Murray didn't do too much when he was young, you know, so he's not going to get out. You That's know. the fact, Jack. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. I would love to do that movie. That was one of my favorite movies for the longest time. And I don't know why. Because it had reason. John Candy pulling off uh, pulling off string bikinis from uh, wrestling. Uh, you know, women I, I, I would think that was women. what it. It might have been. It, it might have been part of that, but just something about that movie. It wasn't. You know, it's funny when we're I talking think about, about stripes that movie. to our listeners. Yeah, stripes. stripes. Yeah. Uh, it's funny when I think about that movie and why I liked it so much. John Candy does not even jump to my mind, but 
it's all the stuff with them marching around with doing the kind of craziness and in the the Winnebago and stuff like that, and and for some reason the magic spatula. Um, <laughs> the, the, those are the things that come to my mind. But as a kid, or uh, yeah, I was I guess I was a kid when I saw this. I loved that fucking movie for sure. It was reason. one of the first R-rated movies that I got to watch and kind of giggle about, you know, and see okay. boobies and, you know. Yeah, so. it might have been part of that too, but <laughs> the boobies do not jump into my mind more than than like the the marching and that's the fact, Jack, and, the, you know, the whole, like. This was yeah, before uh, Full Metal Jacket too, so we got to, it, I think it, it delivered on the on the drill sergeant uh character he, he kind of yeah uh you know again full metal jacket certainly took that character and uh turned it up to 11 and, but uh but <laughs> exactly. uh, but stripes is certainly uh worthy of of yeah of a good drill sergeant character awesome <laughs> okay um so i know there's one and i don't know if you if you even have it but uh stars is another uh one of the streaming I don't services have stars, that's no. available yeah. uh we've had it for a long time I, I i pay them for some reason for for a long time it's because, available uh, on almost all of them you can get it with amazon or hulu yeah or, i mean or hp well we bought it originally because Alyssa wanted to watch outlander which we we got into and watched and stuff like that and, but once the pandemic hit they kind of stopped doing their production and we haven't had one for a while so i paid for that for a year for nothing but uh yeah, that's a, That's another one that's out there that uh, I don't know if, if people are into it. Outlander is a pretty decent series, too. Okay. So Cool. All right. Well, I think that's it for this this review of stuff that we uh, – on streaming services that we watch, uh, our guilty pleasures, our fun to, fun to things, uh, fun to watch that we haven't really podcast about. I know, and a cra- congratulations to us for actually watching content outside of our, uh, our Marvel <laughs> schedule because sometimes it seems like <laughs> – like all the things that we watch, we just don't have time. But uh, but no, we true, got plenty true. of time to just uh, kill and and watch. We get two weeks between. <laughs> we we get two weeks between. Um, and and you know what? I think for me, especially this next cup, this next set of Marvel that we're going to be doing is going to be a drag because we got a lot of series coming. It's going to be nice to get some other stuff in there, so it'll be fun. I have no idea. Oh wait, no, I do know what we're doing next week because next week we are doing the Inhumans. Yep, we are yep. we are uh, back on our MCU. We are uh, back with the group. Bo and Nina, we're going to be hitting uh, MCU's Inhuman series. I think it's an eight-episode, ten-episode uh, miniseries. I think it's eight, so. and they're only forty-five minutes, so I'm not too. Uh, oh, thank God. I'm not too um. nervous about getting <laughs> getting through it, but I got to start. I have not started, so uh, okay. So I got to. I got to rewatch them too, so I'm with what you. What time is it? Nine twenty. Uh, yeah, they're trying to fit an episode in before going to. They're play. in. They're they're on Disney. I did look it up, so that's good. Uh, after that, I don't know. Um, I know Matrix uh, Re- uh, Resurrection is is a uh, one that I I think we've watched recently that I would like to hit, and Dune okay. is one up there too. So, those might be on the list. If you have a suggestion, please reach out to us and let us know. We we are always down to hear what you guys want to know and and listen to us talk about and, and, and we love uh, watching old movies too so if you got something yes. old you want us to talk about <laughs> that you think we could actually offer some some interesting perspective Opinion. on that sometimes it's tough is i don't know what new to talk about but uh so coolest thing that happened um uh i was talking to my sister-in-law over christmas and she was telling me about how matrix is one of her favorite movies I was like, oh, we just did a podcast. She goes, yeah, I was listening to it. And I was like, what? <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God, that's so cool. I geeked out for sure. I, I felt so weird. But it was it was so awesome at the same time. So, nice. 
Cool. All right. Well, I think that's it for us tonight. So uh, with that, hail Caesars. Hail Caesars. Good night. Thank you.